0: drag is the new spandex. Hello hello hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of drag is the new spandex with your host (laughs) Pat. What's going on Oral? Me which is Oral and of course because it wouldn't be an episode without our third official host Ginger Minge.
3: I'm just going to be replaced completely by shade button noises today. It's kind of like Untucked for season seven. Girl, you, you can't tell me that I said anything. You can't quote me because every time they would show me on Untucked, all you would hear was in the background. I got confused. I thought that was my name for about three months.
0: Welcome back.
3: Oh, I'm so
1: happy to be back. Mm-hmm. Can I just tell you, I was, I literally like, have been waiting for you to come back to do an episode just so we can we can make you an honorary cast member. Aww. You have been on a, almost more episodes than some of our current cast
3: members. Yeah. <laughs> well that's all right. I'm going into my third season here. <laughs> so I, I've technically made it further here than I did on Drag Race. That's very
1: exciting. <laughs> Next time we'll do it, we'll do the uh the live finale where we'll crown you. <laughs> I'm
3: crowning right now. <laughs> oh. Okay. I will
1: not present you with a $10,000. I mean, I can present you with a $10,000 uh, or $100,000. I to say $10,000. Know, do not cash it. <laughs>
3: I just want the crown. I don't even need the money. Well, I need the money. I really do. I'm poor white trash still to this day. Never forget my roots because I can't afford to touch them up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what have you been up to? What um, are you doing well, back in town? I'm actually up by 30 pounds because I quit smoking five months ago. Congratulations. Thank you and condolences. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy that I, I did quit smoking and I'm I'm happy that it's kind of stuck this time, but good heavens the weight just piles on. You know, when
0: I I quit smoking, November made it a year. Mm-hmm. And uh it's great and then I decided I didn't need to do anything to combat <laughs> the <laughs> cravings and the anger and the uh, unspeakable rage. And so what did I do? I just ate
3: and You ate voted for Donald Trump. And oh no. Oh, no, I thought you said you did the unthinkable. No,
0: no, no. The unthinkable. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, the unthinkable was getting a gym membership. Me.
3: With my own crown right now. Oh. You finally
0: got one. And it f-
3: sits so perfectly on top of my $5 rose gold. where They're actually called penny copper.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ear bu- earphones. But what are these called? They're supposed to be noise canceling, but I hear everything around me. They're from Deals with a Z, which is their parent company is the Dollar Tree. And nothing is <laughs> over like $5 there. <gasps> How do you get the Princess Peach crown? Well, because you're the queen
1: and I'm the princess. I'd rather be the princess. What a better crown? I
3: I will bequeath my my (laughs) Princess Peach crown. (laughs) Please don't bequeath on it. (laughs) (laughs) And none for Gretchen Wieners. Mm -hmm. So, Um, girl, what you been up to? What you doing? Oh, well, no, like I said, I quit smoking. And then I started to gain a little bit of weight, but I was still remaining active until in December. I was working in Chicago and I fell down two flights of stairs. And I never really went to the doctor. I just kind of tried to take it easy. Even though I was still working, I was kind of laid up every time that I wasn't on stage. And when you don't do anything physically for about a month, and you're popping as many like over-the-counter painkillers as you can get, Mm -hmm. and some that were under the table. Mm. Um, Those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. And uh, thank your your cousin for me. That was delightful. (laughs) (laughs) Jarell, Jarell, Ah, Ernestine called me and she said, "Come get your shit." (laughs) (laughs) But it was delightful. But I started to gain weight then, and I just haven't shaken it off yet.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Um, no. Um, I've I've just been traveling. I've been actually home for a couple weeks for the first time in over two years. I've been home for a pinch. Um, so I've been trying to kind of recuperate from the fall, recuperate from (laughs) two and a half years of touring and kind of catch up on housework and laundry and real world stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's been fun. But I leave in a couple days to go back out for three months and I'm very excited about it.
1: So am I. (laughs) And Oral, you forgot to introduce our other delightfully delicious guest that's here.
0: Well, I'm sorry. Hello, CJ. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, It's so great to have you back. I Uh, apologize not addressing you sooner on the show, I was drinking. It's
4: okay. Watermelon. Watermelon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had to cue it up, so we had to sing a little pinch in there mm-hmm. like a, a little whisper of melody. <laughs> so I like that. I now that
0: I family's all at the table mm-hmm. for
3: Sunday supper, mm-hmm.
1: except the oji, their newest edition, their new baby.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't allowed to come and play today. No. Cause you have a new one. I know. Mm. She Maybe has to a still get her. Girl. She has
1: to get her shots, and when she does, I swear, we are gonna have a play date. We'll do a podcast. We'll do a play date. We're gonna have to put them bitches <laughs> outside
4: because they will just be all over. And then the we'll get date. our shots.
3: Yeah, yeah fireballs, yes. a little gold schlager. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that's got that new fancy doctor you go to. The rest of us can't afford that. Yeah. You can too if you go to TwoSpiritHealth.org.
4: I love. Ding. Ding. <laughs>
3: we don't have the app for that one
1: no but they are like, i would just say this right quick because i love dr dave and he does an amazing job uh we were talking off the air about this but they do great work and we've mentioned them before mm-hmm. if you are in the orlando area or orlando adjacent because once you for some of their services once you go in and you have your first consultation you can skype in for like um for uh, mental health services you can do stuff like that without so if you're in Melbourne. <laughs> And you you go you come in for your initial. You can do Skype visits with them.
3: So if you're on a rooftop ready to jump, you'd like, will, "Hold they on, will, they will." You can Skype Let on your phone. me Skype it in. You can. Girl, do you think I'm crazy <laughs> for this? Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> but they they're uh, uh, an LGBT based, but not exclusive uh-huh. LGBT LGBT friendly, um, full service medical um, establishment. So mental health services, medical. Uh, they do prep uh, prep services i do meal (laughs) prep is (laughs) that the same i i usually just cut my pizza into slices and then put them in a little (laughs) tupperware Tupperware. (laughs) (laughs) that's my meal prep (laughs) um but they they do a fantastic job Nonprofit. um they rely on grants and donations and support and dr dave has like this is like a a just a project of love for him and he's a sweetheart him and his husband and they're doing T for two, a fundraiser on April first. So Aww. you guys will hear this beforehand unless you're listening afterwards and, Are you, you info fooling me? And no, I am not. All I'm right. not. the right. a seventies style uh tea dance at the Abbey, I believe it is. So. Oh, we love
0: the Abbey. Yes. I live down the street from the Abbey. Oh, good. Because, you can go. You know, you haven't been here in a while. I girl. Know. Did you move on up to the east side? oh girl. I live in Thornton Park now. It's literally Thornton. in the park. Wow.
3: It, it is in Thornton Park. But she's very proud of her P.O. box.
0: You know? <laughs> shape uh, <laughs> Mail comes to the house for me. Mail comes to the house.
3: You got plenty of mails that come to the house for you.
0: <laughs> oh. It's not that many. It's not like a revolving door. I tried to put that in. But they said it wouldn't go with the 1920s aesthetic. So
1: she just had those saloon swinging doors put in. Did you, did you buy them off of Savoy when they took them out of their building?
0: Oh, no. God, no. I hope those got
3: burned and purified. Oh, can you imagine what that would release into the ether? Just ether. <laughs> into <laughs> the ether. A whole bunch of regret. <laughs> Shattered hopes and dreams wafting into the beyond. Well,
1: so The amount of poppers that got absorbed into that wood, I'm sure, made it burn so much brighter. Well,
3: <laughs> the amount of poppers that have been absorbed into my wood at that... It's not like that. It's... Hold on. Hold on. I'll save this. I'll save this. <laughs> so... <Okay. laughs> when you shade button yourself, it's the best part.
0: <laughs> so what... what is in store for you for the next three months. What are you doing? Uh,
3: Well, it's actually... I'm really excited about what's coming up for the rest of the year because, you know, the first two and a half, I traveled the world several times over, but it was a lot of the same. And as much as I loved it, it was a lot of the same costumes, a lot of the same numbers. It was making nightclub appearances. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of branching off into more artistic endeavors. Um, I'm hosting... The Haters Roast Tour. The Shady Tour. Oh, that looks like so much fun. Yeah, and nobody's ever done something like this as far as, you know, drag race goes. So Mm -hmm. it's a bunch of of us with large personalities and even larger mouths that are going to be up there just roasting each other. And I think that's going to be such a different experience. Who's Um, in the lineup? Well, I'm glad you asked. We have Latrice Royale. Uh And, you know, she she can be a fan favorite and people can love her, Mm. but she is a bitch. She is such a bitch with a big mouth and I love her for it. She is so funny and I can't wait for her to read me. Um, And then we've also got Fifi O'Hara, who is... I love Fifi. I love Fifi too. And she is, not even arguably at this point, she is the number one villain of all time from RuPaul's Drag Race. And I think that it's gonna be kind of fun to see her own it mm-hmm. and then throw that out there like in person in the moment. I think the fans will actually come around to appreciating her because of it. Um because nobody throws shade like Fifi Fifi is great. I love Fifers. Um Trixie Mattel will be doing it. Yes. Yeah. I adore Trixie. That's good. And <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. You got acid Betty. oh. oh. <laughs> then Acid Betty, who I'm excited to work with because I actually don't really know her. I haven't worked with her that frequently, mm-hmm. uh, so this will be a learning experience. Um, we have Cynthia Lee Fontaine joining us now and again, which that'll be fun trying to decipher what she's trying to say.
1: So <laughs> I was gonna say that cool. that seems like an interesting addition to the that, yeah. that kind of cast.
3: Well, I love it. What well, Kim Chi's there? Who <laughs> so she can fall? Think- well, right. <laughs> Because wh- what's kimchi's favorite? What What is it? Oh, God. Season? I've ruined this already. Yeah. <laughs> what's kimchi's favorite season? Fall. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> no, I, I ruined it. It's all right. It's because they're serving you rum punch. But it's delightful. It is. And, and it super a, tropical. This it time. has an orange base. Orange and mango. Orange and mango. So, you know, it's good for you. Mm. You know, it citrus.
1: Nobody's getting scurvy at this table today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> scurvy. <laughs> Um. So it, it's just kind of an eclectic mix of people, and I think that the the queens that are on this tour certainly have their own style of shade, their own style of drag, really. And it'll be interesting to see how they play off of each other. That sounds because super there's exciting. no escaping it. We're on stage the entire time. All of you, everybody is on stage the entire time, watching these bitches tear us apart in front of the fans. And the fan base is so interesting because it gets younger and younger every year, Mm -hmm. especially now that it's on VH1 for season nine. We were on VH1 and Logo at the same time for All Stars, which was cool. But now it has moved to a new day, a new time exclusively on uh, VH1 with Encore shown on Logo. And I've noticed I got to host the premiere, the season nine premiere. And I noticed that the fan base is getting younger and younger and younger. So it's interesting to see. It's almost like an experiment in social studies to see how they respond to the shade and the way that the girls treat each other. Mm -hmm. Because at 14 years old, you really don't have a grasp of the concept of. These men in wigs who are late 20s, early 30s, hanging around gay bar dressing rooms at 3 o'clock in the morning, just slightly cocktailed and reading each other the filth. That's how we say hello. That's how we mm. show our love to one another. And some of them get personally offended by the things that we say to each other, not understanding that it comes from a good place. Yeah. So I will be very, very, very interested to see how the fan base responds.
0: Now, how many dates is that?
3: Uh, I think there's 18 18 or 19 Ooh, yeah. That's
0: a whistle stop whirlwind tour
3: Yeah but in the <laughs> middle of it I actually get to go to uh, the UK With Katya We're doing a, a 10 day tour of the UK
0: Please tell Katya that uh, A gay boy she has never met before <laughs> Is super excited That she's working and traveling And she is amazing
3: I will be glad to tell her that Tell her If she will be- take my call. <laughs> she'll be in the car ahead of me. <laughs> no, she'll be in the dumpster out back, honestly, if I'm going to tell the truth. She loves dumpster diving. She loves all of this. She just loves being eccentric. And it's not an act for her. She mm. truly is an eccentric, weird person. And that's fantastic. And I think that's why people gravitate towards her. I, that, that's certainly why I did. Mm. That's why I fell in love with her in the first place. Um, Can, so,
0: pause for a second. So... Here's the thing about dumpster diving. Uh-huh. I feel like it's one of those things where as a lark it would be fun, but I don't think that the world needs to see another black person rooting around a dumpster. You're racist. I'm not being racist. You are. I'm holding I'm holding up the race. We know I can't go dumpster thrifting. I can do.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Thrifting. Thornton I can
3: park do. Thornton Park. They have very nice dumpsters, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but so I get to go and do that And then after all of this is over um, I'm hosting Tidal Wave Here No you're not I am Wait a minute
0: Ah oh, fuck I'm not gonna be here Why
3: not I'm gonna be in LA Oh I love LA You're
1: gonna well, miss be. Uh huh
0: Oh, it's for my friend's wedding you,
1: oh you're gonna miss oh, some fun stuff it's gonna that be a weekend
0: look and i've lost 24 pounds Ooh. like i'm 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 excited because i've never just been because out you shaved off your
3: back hair does how not mean you lost you? 24 pounds
0: how dare you you needed a winter coat and i gave you a winter coat and <laughs> that's how you treat me
3: i needed a winner's coat that's what i said and it didn't work no I don't even know what's going on at the Parliament House that weekend because our schedule is so packed for tidal wave. It's me. I'm hosting it. Uh, but there's also Alaska and Bob there with me. They're like they're gonna be performing. We're all gonna be having a good time.
1: And Peppa Mache.
4: <gasps> and Peppa
3: Mache. Damn it.
1: I think it's I think Peppa Mache is there because it's it's the three of you, which I thought was fucking awesome.
3: No, you know who's it's not Peppa Mache. It's um no, Martha Wash. It's raining man.
4: <gasps> yes, I'm, I'm miss- sorry. Yes. You know what?
3: I- <sighs> nobody's Cancel gonna, Nobody's supposed to know this, so I'm going to tell everybody. I'm actually, <laughs> I'll be singing on the main stage with Martha Walsh. Oh, oh that's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm really excited oh
0: about it. Oh, my God. Like, I I adore Martha Wash, And when she came to Parliament, uh-huh. I made sure I was there up front. Mm-hmm. In the disco because you know it it it, it was raining outside Men? it was, <laughs> it's it was raining, raining man but but it was it was due to crystal and other related drugs <laughs> they were just on my balconies I right? went to school with crystal <laughs> she was a bitch but no like Martha Wash is amazing that's she fantastic is. oh my god it's are you not excited even the,
3: yeah well yeah it's not the first time I've sung with her though you didn't tell me that a couple years like you didn't ask me <laughs> a couple years ago i was hosting the block party outside of hamburger mary's for pride and oh. she was the special guest and she just kind of kept myself and the minx up there so we were like it's raining in Is that the- yes girl hmm. we got news for you i was good I (laughs) I love it. You were you were honorary weather girls. We were we were the bad weather girls, fair weather girls, fair Fair weather friends. If you can,
0: if you can, that's how I think of certain. Request something in the lineup, and then Uh Pat, you record it. I in my mind in the oh, no in you the... don't
3: get to make requests that no. you ain't even gonna be no. here you abandoning <laughs> us no look I have, that's I have like to be that that's human. like my daddy when I'm six years old saying I'm going out for a pack of smokes <laughs> would you record young and restless for your mama and then you never see him again
0: damn you don't you don't get to abandon <laughs> that just us. happened it wasn't a pack of cigarettes just a pack of cigarettes it was a pack of cigarettes and some curry because we were out we curry. Still had curry Cur- yeah curry yeah what curry and a in a hurry. <laughs> You are West Indian. I am like I am half American, half West Indian.
3: Um, yeah, cool, happy
0: for you. Mm-hmm. But no, no, you should do success with Martha Wash. Success, success. We've got success. Won't settle for less. We've got it
3: all. How about I'm just going to play that clip. <laughs> I'm going to play that s- clip, and I'm going to let her make the decision. I'll Andre. send you the audio, Ginger, you, by all means. <laughs> no, if you play that for Martha, uh, for Martha Wash,
1: I will, I will I yeah. would die. But
3: that's okay, because I was with a whole group of people, and one of them, who might be mildly touched, went up to her and said, Oh, my God, Martha Washington, I am such a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Yes, yes. Please get back to sewing your flags <laughs> and entertaining the homosexuals. Oh God, God bless them.
1: I I'm super excited that you and Alaska and Bob are doing tidal wave. I I would like to. I don't I'm, I don't pat myself on the back because
3: <laughs> That's I can't the... pat myself on the back. My arms are too short. Too much shoulder fat. That's not the
1: type of person I am. But <laughs> I am enjoying the fact that um, when I took over organizing Bear Bust, yeah. I have kind of broached that, that that field again of having drag at bear events. Because yeah. if you get the right queens, well,
3: I am Mama Bear. Yeah,
1: like that. I, I literally perfect. wore a bear on myself on season. Seven. I almost stole it from Wes one night. I'm just gonna let you I know still that because he stole it from us. I know. <laughs> I, Wes, Wes was at one. I uh, was wandering around when I was doing one yeah. of my events at Parliament, he, and he had it on.
3: And I was like, "Oh, that's ginger. I'm gonna steal it from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you. You may use it. <gasps> oh my god. I'm telling you, it's hard to get cum stains out of fur, though. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. What I saw it on some TV show. Sure,
5: know. it was a TV
1: show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe it was Tumblr. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't recall. But I do know that it was fabulous and furry, and that's that's your theme, red and wild. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. We're we're really looking forward to it. And then as soon as Tidal Wave is done, all three of us are getting on a, on an airplane. And we are flying to San Diego to do, uh, we're doing a comedy festival for C- Comedy Central with Jerry Seinfeld Ooh. and Sarah Silverman and Kevin Hart. Oh, my God. Tig Notaro. I love Tig. Yeah, we all do. They <laughs> <laughs> they are great. Somebody play it. Somebody play it. <laughs> who, is, who is Tig Notaro? Tig Not- You got a round of them. (laughs) But there's a lot of of really A-list comedians there. Um, And the one that I'm most excited to see, honestly, is... God, it's that girl we love so much. She was on the SNL... (laughs) And she did. Uh, 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 uh. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. She'll be there. <laughs>
1: the woman I'm so excited <laughs> the to one see. love. That girl. I can't remember who <laughs> she is. The one we love so. It's much. your cocktail.
3: It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm a lightweight Christian woman.
1: I'm excited because we are, as we are, just taking our time getting to the season nine preview. Oh. We can get more alcohol into Ginger. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, I'm just gonna be like, "Well, let me tell you about this girl," because I know for a fact she goes home
4: first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. Know no. Uh, I don't no, know because I don't want a pink I don't want a pink uh fucking like Well no let me just helicopter <laughs> flying in. It's a rhinestone
3: camouflage van. <laughs> Says logo on the side, not no mo. <laughs> uh, so can I say this honestly? Uh and I said this at the season nine Thank you. I said it Ooh, at the season nine premiere. We're really excited as a franchise to be a part of VH1. We're happy to be part of that family. Mm -hmm. It's a great step forward for the franchise. But please, please, please don't forget that without Logo taking a chance 10 years ago, none of this ever would have happened. Yeah, Like Logo and World of Wonder got together and single-handedly gave Drag an international platform.
0: Yeah, not only did it save that network, it, Mm -hmm. it saved not a dying art form because it was always um it's always it, there and it's yeah. always going to be there but it, but it brought it to the forefront it exactly. refreshed it
3: it gave it but not even that it just shed light on it because it's something that you know we used to only do behind closed doors at late late hours of the night and here we are marching down main street USA not at disney not yet but marching down anywhere USA playing to you five-year-olds and 50-year-olds and 100-year-olds. It's now become a legitimate art form. Um, Well, it's always been a legitimate art form, but it's become one that is seen as legitimate by people all over the world Mm -hmm. of all different walks of life. And without Logo saying, yes, we'll take a chance, none of that ever would have happened. And the one thing about it is that
1: Viacom owns both VH1 and Logo. Mm -hmm. So it's not like another company came in and, and swooped yeah. in and and bought the rights to the show. Yes, I mean, you know, the world that we live in, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, well that that's the death knell for for Logo." And and it no, might be. It's it, not it could, though. It could, it couldn't, but either which way, it's all the same family. It's not
3: like it's Us not like somebody's trying to buy are, it out. We are always going to need reruns of the Golden Girls <laughs> and Mama's Family and Roseanne. <laughs> are they and putting they, Mama's
0: Family on it? Um,
3: It's already on there because I got to play Mama. I yes. got to play Thelma Harper. Sure. What? Yeah. For all of the promos. It was you, Willow. Ka- uh, no, it was me nope. as Mama. Uh, Katia was Naomi. And Alyssa was Iola Boylan, which, P.S. She's not an actress, Mama, and she'll be the first one to tell you. She is perfect for Iola Boylan. Yeah. She was so funny. It was such a delight. It was so much fun, and it meant so much more to me because Mama's Family was my family. I, you know, I it, love Mama's, it Mama's Family. It was my family. And Mama's Family is a shit. I watched it with my grandmother every single week. My grandmother to this day is still Thelma Harper. Good, better, indifferent. You make up your own mind. But... <laughs> cool. It was something so special to us. So I'm so glad I got to do that for her. Mm-hmm. You, oh, oh, you see in the
0: picture? my God. Spot on.
3: P.S. One of the most expensive costumes I've ever had custom made <laughs> was Mama's Moo Moo. This is scarily
0: amazing. <laughs> like she is like you all are. Yeah. But Alyssa, she looks just like her. That is, that is, I just, I I think I'm superseding her (laughs) voice and it's
3: just, uh huh. That was fantastic. If you're interested,
5: this photo's on Ginger Minge's Instagram
3: at Ginger Minge. At Ginger Minge or at The Ginger Minge on Twitter. Or I don't think tweet, which we which, which,
1: which I'm tweeting pictures out right now in the middle of this recording. And we'll put it we'll we will link to it. We will put it up on our, our
0: Flame on Facebook page. What's as your well. favorite mama's family episode?
3: I love when they go to Hawaii. Me too. I love that whole thing. And I usually hate it when sitcoms travel outside of you know their usual world. Mm. But there was something so natural and realistic to me. Uh, About seeing her as such a fish out of water. Mm -hmm. But making herself like comfortable and and forcing herself into that situation. I was like, I see this. This is my family vacation every single year. (laughs) And I get it. It makes sense.
0: I think my favorite episode is... The Christmas episode with the goose. No, it's when uh, she's trying to sing... Uh, The song for Raytown. Raytown, Uh oh, Raytown.
3: Uh Uh-huh. And Mm -hmm. she could. Raytown,
4: oh, Raytown.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, were you a fan of the show before it really kind of became Mama's Family when, after Betty White and Rue McClanahan left to do Golden Golden Girls? Golden Girls, Yeah. It kind of became a different monster. I like, I like both of
0: them because they're very li- different. They're
3: very different. Mm-hmm. Very. Because we had Buzz and Sonia. Yeah. Plus we had uh, Rue Clanahan mm-hmm. as they had Fran who choked on a toothpick and died. <laughs> and choked on a toothpick. After going to like the Sizzler or something. <laughs> um, and it was just so random and weird. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the precursor to Mama's Family? It was between Carol Burnett's show. And actual Mama's family. They did a made for TV movie called Eunice.
0: Yes. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shout. Yeah. <laughs> and,
3: so excited. and it was it was funny. It had the elements of Mama's Family, but it was so crazy dramatic. And Thelma Harper dies at the end of this movie, and Carol Burnett has this screaming sobbing meltdown. Like it, it's totally steel magnolias before mm. steel magnolias. And it was brilliant, but they were like, well, Thelma Harper tested so well that we're going to get a Ouija board and we're going to revive this bitch and drag her out for six seasons of her own show or Mm. whatever. So it was interesting to me, having followed it from Carol Burnett, to go, no, she's dead, into, well, I guess not, because we need a couple more stories. But who didn't have a crush on Bubba? Bubba,
0: ah. He was so. You're so dumb.
3: so dumb. That's how we like them.
0: That's how we like them. Okay. I have no idea. I'm only 26. <laughs> yeah, my own mother. <laughs> uh, you hate bill bitch. Wait. How dare you?
3: I'm going to have you say it again. Hold on. Say it.
5: It's okay. I'm only 26.
0: Now you can read that one of two ways.
3: I'm going to read her later anyway. Hey, oh look! <laughs> like a basketball. There was just a season nine commercial mm-hmm. on the television. I on, guess we'll start talking about on season TV nine.
1: Land. Look at them.
3: Oh, they're probably owned by it too. Probably. <laughs> um,
1: okay. Viacom owns like forty-seven of like the, uh-huh. the fifty channels out there. So, mm-hmm.
3: so. And I also have to say about Logo, like they are the ones that have really kind of um, made me what I am. They t- they always use me as much as they can. They always try to include me, and they've always treated me like a winner without being a winner except mm-hmm. they won't crown you well logo oh. has nothing to do with that logo has always been very very <laughs> wonderful to me and i love them so thank them no. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <dear> you. girl <laughs> you got <she>,
4: mail <laughs> she
3: done already done had herbses Ooh girl she done already drove a hearses you've got she mail <laughs> you can't say that can't no, say no. That. Listen, I'm a rebel I'm a rebel without a cause <laughs> without a cause um
1: so yeah season tell Carmen nine. Carrera to come yell at me <laughs> I'm <laughs> not not about <laughs> it come <please don't> <laughs> I probably can't afford her to come yell at me so it'll be alright I'm sure you could
3: <laughs> we shot a pilot together <laughs> uh and he he who, deserved it he deserved, deserved it <laughs> yeah. no we uh we shot a pilot for um a new television show together, and I love her. she is a doll, but there are some times where she just goes away completely, <laughs> she just shuts down and you'll have a conversation with you, and you'll she'll stare at you so intently, like yes, yes, I understand exactly what you're saying, oh, I agree with you so much, and you'll finish and it'll be her turn to respond, and she'll just go. Ginger, what? <laughs> and you're like, I just went on a 10 minute diatribe, Mary. I don't even remember what I said. Mm, do you like this lip gloss? <laughs> yes. yes, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. You look fabulous. And that's all you have to tell her, and she'll be your friend forever. I do love her.
1: It's funny. This is the most I've talked about Carmen Carrera like ever in my life. In the that's last the like most anybody three talked weeks. About her. <laughs> We just interviewed um, Sonique for oh. for Dragos and new Spandex and uh, I know without me you're seeing, I- <laughs> you're seeing another racer behind my back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we forgot to call you for that episode. I'm sorry. Girl. Next thing you know we're going to add you into the uh, to the management group and you'll get the notifications <laughs> on all We're doing this episode. Come on over. Come on over.
4: Come Girl, on we on got a pot roast in the oven. It'll be ready right by
0: the time we finish. <laughs> That's all you got to say.
1: Because I'm telling you, Brian, well, like last time I think there was uh there was banana bread. Last Ooh. time.
4: Beep,
1: Since beep,
0: when? Beep, beep, I didn't toast. get no banana bread.
1: Mm-hmm. Because somebody decided to show up late to work, so you couldn't get out on time, so you were super late for the podcast. Oh
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. get nobody
0: nobody saved me no mm-hmm. banana bread. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this still burning.
4: Oh. Crrr.
3: all doing
0: it. Yeah. Oh, so we just doing this. So we just, we have, we have an episode. We're doing things. Girl, I'm a very busy bitch. I
3: am having an episode right now.
5: Shade in the round. Shade (laughs) in the round.
3: (laughs) Oh my God. Can we do a, can we do a show? You're welcome. Shade
4: shade in the round. Shade in the round. Shade in the round. The spin off. We'll
3: have to do it in the atrium. (laughs) 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 Anybody who's been to Fringe will understand. Yep.
4: (laughs) <laughs> the
3: planetarium <laughs> <laughs> These rum punches were
1: the really worst yeah, yeah. best idea ever. I just... Hey, I never got <laughs> to tell you what else I'm doing <laughs>
0: I've been
4: trying
1: <laughs> Oh, listen, before you Well, you forgot you skipped past the end of April Into <laughs> June What's coming up at the end of April? I'm still on Stuff. tour <laughs>
3: I'm still on tour, right? DragCon. Yeah. Oh, DragCon. Oh, yeah. oh that's I, I love it, but it's not that exciting to me. It'll be my uh, third. Well, I've been there for all of them. Um, I it is go. a lot of fun. I love meeting the fans. Yeah, uh, it's just always so nerve-wracking to see if my merchandise actually shows up or not. <laughs> it and is. this year, Producer Entertainment isn't doing a booth so I said I ain't gonna spend the money on a booth I never was never at it last year really other than my scheduled signings so I said I'm gonna get me a little radio flyer wagon and pull that shit around there I'm gonna dress like a little girl in a little flat shoes and a nice breezy dress <laughs> little pigtail wig I'm gonna walk around and sell shit out of a wagon I picture
5: you as Tim Curry as the Girl Scout
3: Cash me outside
4: how, how about, about that?
3: That? <laughs> that well that was more like Sean me, I'll you got caught with a flat. That? Well, that's more Caitlyn. How, that? <laughs> <laughs> how about that? How about this? Um. Anyways, the so drag will be a lot of fun. Please come and buy my my CD, my compact disc, because my album is now nominated for a major New York award. Yay! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm really excited about it.
1: Look at that. We go from like one of the last times we had you in here. You were like, Shh, we can't talk about it much. I'm gonna tell you about stuff, but I'm I can't play it. You played it for us <laughs> afterwards, mm-hmm. and now you're like, it's it's. It's, it's award-nominated. Nominated.
3: And it's doing really well. Like, it's selling really well, and it's getting amazing press all over the world. Um, and it has led to next January, I'm doing a three-week tour of New Zealand. Oh, my God. <laughs> to to do a show. Um, I'm taking Crossroads for Christ and my one-woman album show that we did a couple months back in at the Beachman in New York, and we're melding them together. So it'll be myself with Janine Klein And uh, Michelle Dowdy, who was Tracy in Hairspray on Broadway, Mm -hmm. has become a good friend of mine. So it's the three of us. We're going to put this show together and tour New Zealand. And hopefully it's going to pan out that we go to Australia after that with the tour. And eventually we'd like it to lead to a nice national like North America tour. Because Cross Dresser for Christ did an eight-city tour that went really, really well. Um, So that's coming up. And then we've also got the Comedy Festival, which I talked about, which is really cool. We're excited about that. Um, What else is going on? Oh, we've got... Senor Frogs. Senor Frogs. Yes, we're doing a new drag brunch. I love drag brunches. Y'all know I do. Mm -hmm. You do them very well. Well, thank you. And, you know, I've had a hand in creating several very popular... Drag brunches around the area.
1: No one's ever heard of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so when they called me and asked me if I would be a part of a drag race, drag brunch, I said it makes perfect sense. It's at Senior Frogs, which is not even five minutes from my house. So I said, when y'all press play on the overture, I'm going to call the Uber <laughs> to come and pick me up and take my ass over there. And it's a great group of girls. It's me. It's Roxy Andrews. Um when she's Who? here to make it clear. Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> you know you love her, baby. That's why you brought her here. Oh she, yes. she I'm did. I'm gonna show <laughs> you no! what I can do. Oh, it's not even shady. I fucking love that. That's the most iconic verse of Read You Wrote You.
4: Oh for it's all so the wrong good. reasons. I love it.
3: <laughs> I love it. I think it's so fun. Um it's the Wait. one that people remember though. Sure is. Shelly you you is know, gone. you know what it plays is. in my
1: mind now is Trixie Mattel doing that in, I think, London, but she cut in. Tyra- I know, watch her stuff. Listen,
0: CJ, you're so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: my my life is, is way nothing too. But shade noises. I told you this.
1: I love me some Trixie Mattel. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> she she uh, cut in the Tyra Banks with Tyra Banks's. Um, Next top model meltdown. We're
4: rooting for you.
1: So anytime, anytime <laughs> I hear Roxy's part, like once it gets to that part of it, because the rap itself was is nothing special, but like it's like okay, cool, whatever. It's when and- she goes
3: to <laughs> <gonna> show you <laughs> put the lotion I on his skin, or else it gets the hose again.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's oh. her. It's uh, Trinity Taylor from season nine. Trinity the Tuck. Trinity the Tuck. Um, We've also got Lanaysha Sparks from season five, who's fabulous. She's Mm -hmm. amazing. One of the best costume designers, I think, to come out of Drag Race. And um, we've got a lot of local girls who are going to be switching in and out while we can't be there. Who are all fantastic. You know, we've got Saff- Sapphire Sweet Cardoza.
1: She's the only one that I don't know. She's incredible. I, oh, she, she looks amazing. fantastic. I
3: wouldn't be surprised to see her on a future season of Drag Race. And you got Roxy Brooks. Roxy Brooks. Who who's, a, who's a friend of mine. We just worked with she her in, in New York. She a friend of
0: mine. <laughs> she left with my man. Do you
3: know she publicly threatened to kill me? <laughs> Ooh. Several years ago so two of the drag brunches that i helped to create <laughs> one was at used to be at banana's diner mm-hmm. and then one was at hamburger mary's Hamburger Mary's. And when we started the one at hamburger mary's she had taken over banana's diner which had then become diva's diner mm-hmm. but was still the same thing like same menu same show schedule everything and oh, and I remember all that, that. okay and had never met me, had never spoken to me, but had kind of got involved in a lot of the gossip and the rumor mill that was going on. And I wasn't around a lot because that's back when I had just filmed season seven and had been gone and didn't know all this shit was going on until I got back. And she was like, Th- those bitches are going to, talk about me and Minx, those bitches are going to show up to work and they're going to leave in a body bag and I'll see that. I, don't know, I was like... Okay, cool. So I sent her a message and I was like, Hey, this is my phone number. Like, if you want to talk about this, if you have feelings and emotions <laughs> and questions, comments and concerns, I could probably help you with them. But until then, I would really refrain from posting death threats. And so she and I never that's not even shady <laughs> <laughs> She and I got uh we got together in New York when we were there, when we were working together and just kind of hashed everything out over a glass of wine and i told her i was like i've I've always respected you i think you're fabulous i think you're beautiful i think you're incredibly talented and i don't i don't know where that really came from so she gave me her side and i told her like where my side was and where it stood and uh, we're, we're cool like we're super cool and i really really like her now so I'm excited to work with her.
1: Good, because otherwise that'd be a really, really tense uh, drag brunch. At yeah, Senor look, Bronx. here's the thing.
3: I I work with so many people now, and I, I work all over the world and see every different kind of drag that I don't, I don't have issues with queens like I used to. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you just learn to let it all go, let it go, let it go, and just enjoy it for what it is and just try to have a good time. Because if you don't, especially when you travel as much as I do, you kind of lose that that human connection, that personal connection, and you just go into robot mode. And that's not fun for anybody. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really kind of important to reach out and talk to every girl that you work with and see where she's coming from and see what makes her tick and all that kind of stuff. I I think you're going to enjoy it and get more out of it in the long run if you can just kind of open those doors and talk to each other. And now for a very important question. Senior Frogs has food? Girl, that's what they is. It's
0: a
5: restaurant. Would
3: you See, think it, I, what'd you think it was? No It's because, attached to a Denny's if you don't like that. <laughs> <burger>. <laughs> no, it's
0: not that. It's that anyone She gets a,
3: white girl wasted.
0: Not me. Oh
3: mm. Mm. Not a friend. Me. Mm. See, mm-hmm.
0: I, let me let me let me let's everyone. In our mind's eye, and then you guys listening at home or at work or wherever you are. Both of you. <laughs> we're on International Drive. Yeah. Orlando. Mm-hmm. Like our listener base, mm-hmm. International. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanks, you're mom. at Howl at Thanks the Moon. Thanks to your Canadian cousin. <laughs> yeah. Howl at the Moon. Listen Do my piano's bar. Aus- the
3: Orlando Eye.
1: Yeah. Australia. I will. Le- I will let you know because we will get to that later. I love We Australia. are. Heard, we are heard on, and on on Australian soil as well. Yay! Ooh. So the eye. Oh, I
3: love Australia. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, the eye where so everything out, can so kill up,
1: you. So Outback Steakhouse
3: and I drive. Yes.
0: Got <laughs> it. <Yes. laughs> Howl at the Moon, which is usually where oh, I'm girl, at. Girl, she t- she's still talking. She's no. still going on about <laughs> that. No. She's a little and drunk, then- so she doesn't want to lose her train of thought. <laughs> you, know, you know She it. paid
3: 250 $2. Like, for a transfer. She ain't losing that train, girl. <laughs> so, nope,
0: I'm on it, and we're getting on this goddamn train. We ain't going to be late to this dinner again. Howl yeah. <laughs> at the Moon. We got it. It's yeah. a dueling piano where I, bar. I, I start to drink, but then <laughs> all of my girlfriends are like, let's go to Senior Frogs. I'm like, but their yard thing's still really smell funny and you still drink out of them all right whatever we'll go the
1: and alcohol makes it all go away it's fine exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then we get there i've just never seen any food usually i see <laughs> girls falling over yeah a line for the bathroom 30 well, what people you, deep
3: what do you think they're throwing up booze no you gotta lay a bread base somehow <laughs> They got food? They got food? Girl, the food is good. Too. It is. Really? It is, it is it's real really good. good. And you this. can't beat the prices of this brunch either. Like, Okay, walk us through the brunch. Okay, so like, you know, if you go to, if, well, when Banana Diner was still around, or if you go to Hamburger Mary's, uh, nothing against them. I think it's worked for them, and, and it's fabulous what they do, but you pay um, an entertainment fee of, I think it's like two ninety nine or something at Hamburger <laughs> Mary's right now. Then you purchase your mimosas or your drinks, and then you purchase your food. So you never quite know how much it's going to add up to. It could be $20. It could be $100. But if you go to Senor Frogs, it's an all-inclusive package. So you're going to see some drag race girls and some fabulous boy dancers and all sorts of stuff. And you're also, for nineteen ninety five, getting food and a little bit of beverage in a show. Or you can do nine ninety forty nine ninety forty nine ninety five. I'm a liar. See, I barely read the fine print. <laughs> I'm old. My eyes are tired. <laughs> tired of my jokes. And for forty nine ninety five, it's an open bar. Which, if you think plus food, so if you think about it, fifty bucks is nothing. Fifty a, bucks
0: is not for somebody who's had a time where I was at a table. I won't mm-hmm. mention where. And between the <laughs> six we've of I think we talked us, about this story. Were you
5: at the table <laughs> or under the table?
0: At the table. Okay. Between the <laughs> six of us, we polished away some bottles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Was it Easter Sunday? Yeah, we talked about. That.
4: <laughs> but and, and this is Oral's favorite story about, <laughs> it's about hamburger Mary's brunch. Hamburger I love it.
3: <laughs> but that's the thing. I've been to brunches elsewhere. I've been to brunches at other Marys. I've been brunches here, there, and everywhere. Anytime I get a moment, I love to go because I'm a homosexual and I enjoy brunch. Mm-hmm. And
1: just a side note, if you if you would like a brunch without a show, Bonefish Grill. If you have not done it, it's so good. Bonefish for nineteen ninety five or nineteen
3: ninety nine for twenty bucks. But we ain't here to promote that. That's so. fine. But I'm if... allergic to the seafood. <laughs> I serve fish. I don't eat it. <laughs> twenty dollars,
1: all you can drink bubbles. Brunch. That's incredible. So you can you pick That's from awesome. their their section of food, uh-huh. and then you can get unlimited uh, mimosas. Bellinis, peach Bellinis, I love peach which that's all oh, oh, I polish favorite. off mm. like five or six of them, and <laughs> at least, and or uh, sangria. Yeah. So you can just like literally, we'll be halfway through the like the waiter will be come back. You guys doing all right? Another round, please. Yeah. <laughs> like just get keep
0: them going. I'd like to mention that I was never invited to these bonefish grill brunches. <laughs>
3: I'm going to invite you right now. You were invited to Chili's, though, go. after
1: that Easter at Hamburger Mary's. To <laughs> so, me, that
0: part where I didn't even try to open the door and get into the back of the Mustang, I just kind of leaned over the side <laughs> and fell into the back.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, exactly. Girl. No, I, I've because been you, to brunches, though, where you know I could polish off two carafes of mimosas by myself, mm-hmm. and when you're charging $20 a carafe plus tax, Plus, you got to buy your food on top of that. You're already spending 50, 60 bucks. So I think it's good to be able to go in and go, all right, here's $50, and I got $10 in ones that I could tip these girls with. I'm set. I'm good to go. I ain't got to worry about nothing else. I got instead my selfie of, stick and my wine, <laughs> and I'm good to but see,
5: I'm go. But instead of
3: sitting there and having a good time, and then at the end going, oh my God, please, please, please remain in my budget. Please don't come here and be $300, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I've been there and it has. You know, not there in particular, but just in general.
1: Except don't leave your tips out on the table when Ginger Minj walks by.
3: No, I got TV money. I don't steal tips off <laughs> tables anymore.
1: Anymore. <laughs> or any less. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was one of my first times ever seeing you perform. Was well, that, that used to be my shtick. I, I know, I know? know. And I didn't know that. And I was like... Divine Grace was part of the cast, and we're like, okay, we're gonna go. Like, we haven't really, we've never really done Hamburger Mary's brunch before. Let's do this. And I was like, okay, I got, I got my singles. I'm gonna tip Ginger which she comes by. I'm gonna tip this person which she comes by. I'm gonna tip Divine Grace which goes by. Cause you know, like, yeah, yeah. And then I had, I had it all set. And I was ready. And then Ginger <laughs> walks by. I was like, whoop. I'm like. Where
3: did where did oh. in all
1: fairness <laughs> that's
3: why I always went last.
1: <laughs> so I just looked at Divine Grace afterwards and I said, just go ask Ginger money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I gotta go to her house tonight. <laughs> I love her. I oh, love he, her too. Oh. Is,
1: that, is that where you're going after this? Yeah. Oh, then we can promote yeah. that because yeah. you said you were doing another show afterwards. I was mm. like, we can't promote that. Oh, but if it's full of Grace, Divine full of, of Grace, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: uh, girl. You might not have wanted to refresh in your drink. Oh, no. I'm excited now. I've heard. I want you to know it is a delight. (laughs) It is right down the street. Is it? Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, she lives. She lives Savoy's right down the street from here. She lives right down the sh- like right on the side street from Savoy.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect! It yeah. is it is. Let's give fun. her address to the listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> she lives by. She lives off a of side street by Savoy. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh,
1: now I might swing by there before I go to work at the world famous Parliament House I don't know. and Cheesecake
0: Factory. Parliament, Parliament nice, House thing. Resort
3: and Taco Palace. <laughs> (laughs) i want to say
0: hello it's like oh hey girl (laughs) don't mind me just fixing the tree
3: (laughs) i hope y'all don't mind i brought some friends with me
1: Oh, I love them, Devon Grace and Michael Oquinn are two of mm-hmm. my favorite people in the world. Mine as well. It, it's because, particularly which I, I let me and Christine and Jay Skinner and all Christine, that. Like I don't want I, nobody else to like I feel saw like I'm Christine I'm...
0: religiously on Facebook because yeah. her and her partner I've
3: known are her amazing for years. I've known
0: both Alia, of them for years. Right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. just celebrated their anniversary
1: like a week and a half ago. Well, I
3: I knew Alia back when she was Yeah. <laughs> That was after she was Carla. But oh. <laughs> no, I know them from uh, from sleuths. We worked together for years. Oh, I love it. And them. Chris is actually she was the first person to come up to me after season one of Drag Race and say, Have you seen the show? And I said, well, I'm gonna watch a little bit of it. Yeah, it's fabulous. And she goes, You need to be on it. You'll win. Well, surprise girl, I lost <laughs> twice. <laughs> But she was the first person that was like, this is what you need to do. This is before I was even really doing drag. I was just doing drag at Sleuths. Didn't have a name. Didn't have a wardrobe. Didn't have any. of. That. I still don't got a wardrobe, girl. <laughs> I have a lot of clothes, but not a wardrobe. And she was the one that pushed me for years and years and years. She finally said, oh, excuse me. That's not what she said. She would <laughs> never say excuse me. She's a bitch. <laughs> um, but she was like, I will make your audition video for you. You need to fucking do this. So... I credit her and Juju B for getting me into this mess Uh, I call Drag Race. Juju B is a little airline. (laughs) (laughs) Inirath. Inirath. I I love Juju.
1: I love, before Hulu took uh, RuPaul's Drag Race completely off of their service, I watched uh, through All-Star Season 1, like right Uh after Season 2 ended, and uh, that comedy challenge and the whole, like,. with her doing her, uh-huh. her grandmother <laughs> imitation at the comedy challenge was so cute.
3: She's, she's a wonderful person. She's a
1: sweetheart. And her, her husband is gorgeous.
3: Her Chris. I told her, I was like, I'm so jealous of you. I had to go get my own Chris. <laughs> 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 and I will tell you, so this is how my relationship with Juju B and the show began. So I met Juju B for the first time. Well, I actually worked with her for the first time when we both got honored with awards from the New Jersey Youth Alliance, the Gay and Lesbian Youth Alliance there. And we were performing together, and it wasn't until we were doing the meet and greet afterwards that she looked at me and she was like, you're so good with people. You're, you're really good at connecting with everybody that comes up to you. Why haven't you done Drag Race? I said, girl, I'm the last person they want on Drag Race. And she said, you would be surprised. I think that they need you as much as you need them. It would be a great relationship. You should give it a try. I didn't think anything about this. This was in October. When we were in New Jersey doing this. And then in February, I think, I got an email from World of Wonder that was like, hey, got your name from Juju B, <laughs> And we looked you up on the Internet and we think you might be good for what we want. So will you send us this, this, this and this video wise? And I was like, oh, that bitch, she is going to set me up and I'm going to be so disappointed when it doesn't come through but every step just kept getting pushed through and, until eventually I was on the show, not once, but twice. And it was such an honor to me to be compared to Jujube a lot, even when they were trying to be shady about it. and well, Get that, that all. I'm sorry. I'm slacking at my job here. Um, but they were like, oh, my God, she's just like B. She loads the gun, and then she leaves it on the table <laughs> for the other people to play with. And that, that that made me very happy. It did. <laughs> um, so I have always credited B for being the reason that I actually am on Drag Race, because she's the one that pushed me towards it. Thank you, Jujube for my apartment.
0: <laughs> Our hair is very nice. And, and my homie. puppy.
3: But I was nobody. I literally was nobody, especially in New Jersey, of all places. But not only her, but her, her husband, Chris. Mm-hmm took such care of me. He took just as good care of me as he did of her. He got us food w- as soon as we got back to the hotel, got my order, got hers, got it ordered. He took all of our dollar bills that we had made during our number and he ironed them and put them in stacks. Like he is such a doll and he treats her so well. And he treats every queen that he comes across. <laughs> he comes across. several <laughs> Now he treats every girl with such, Love and respect, and I, I really appreciate that about both of them.
0: And now you have your own Chris to do that for you. I know. Do you iron wrinkled dollar bills? No,
5: get the hell out of here. Do you, do He's you got to iron order, my wrinkled I face? Sit, I sit them and put them in my pocket and walk away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I got it.
0: Bye.
5: It's
3: true, but it drives me crazy when I say, "Hey, give me some money," and he hands it to <laughs> me, and it's like a one, and then a hundred, and then a twenty. And then another one. And it they're keeps all faced them guessing. different ways. I hate that. Mm-mm, I like it bang-faced. In yeah. Order. You can't, I can't. my OCD. Yeah,
5: but it keeps them guessing on what's coming next. No. No, no
0: it's it called, called your money is wrong. <laughs> that's
3: exactly what it's That's the technical term. <laughs> but Jujubee just had some beef with Charlie Hydes from season nine. Segway. No. Yeah, segway, segway. She did. About what? Um, supposedly so I guess Charlie splits her time between Boston or somewhere around there and the UK. Okay. And no UK. No, okay. <laughs> and I guess she was performing in Boston, so Juju got back from the UK and went to go visit her. And according to Juju B this is all hearsay girl. Um, she walked into the dressing room and said something to Charlie like, Hey, good to see you or whatever. And Charlie was looking down at her phone and just said, "Can I do something for you?" And Juju B said, "No, just wanted to say hi." And I guess she just ignored her, or whatever. Like the story goes that she ignored her, and it turned into this big thing where Juju B felt she had been shaded by Charlie Hides. Scandal! A whole big to do on the Reddit and Mm. everything.
0: And that's our segue into season nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Charlie Hides. From the UK, mm-hmm. one of the many contestants. I She's never the remember. oldest
3: contestant in Drag Race history. I can see it in her picture. Oh,
0: Ooh.
3: just because it's in black and white. <laughs> no, uh, she. Stop it. She. Um, I don't really know her that well. I didn't spend a lot of time with her when we were doing the season nine premiere. She was pleasant to me, mm-hmm. but she didn't seem to have a very good rapport with the audience. Mm. And to the point where she did a, a number that she had written, and it, I thought the number was good. I thought it was really good. It was cute. Um, But she, <laughs> she threw the mic stand down at the end, and she was like, oh, and just in case you're not aware, that was, what did she say it was? That was sarcasm. Yeah, she, she was like, that was sarcasm. And no, it wasn't sarcasm. It was uh, what's the other word for sarcasm? A
5: joke?
1: No.
3: There's another word for that, another phrase for Sarcastic? Her. No. I'm, um, I'm done. But anyway, she told off the audience because they didn't <laughs> seem to get what she did. Mm-hmm. And it was a little highbrow for a room full of thousands of screaming fans who are hot and sweaty and inebriated. And it was a little cerebral for that, but <laughs> I thought it was good. It was a great number. She seems to have a little bit of a short temper, though. Which I think is kind of awesome as far as like TV goes, you know. Yeah, she might be a great television character.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe. we shall see.
0: Um, then we have Aja. Aja,
3: she's from Brooklyn, New York.
1: Um, likes long walks on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> fried chicken, and big dicks. dicks.
3: <laughs> she was very sweet. Backstage um, and She was the first one out of the shoot And you know they do it alphabetically At these premieres We had like 14 premieres for season 7 Or something like that And I was always alphabetically first So I understand what it's like To be the first one That has to go out there and entertain this audience She seemed a little Nervous maybe a, a, like a pinch Out of her comfort zone But she was an interesting performer She's one of those ones. She's very much like Sierra Fox. She evokes that, okay. where she's got a movement for every word, every beat of the song. She's like Samantha Fox? Sierra Fox. Oh, I got excited. I love <laughs> Samantha Fox. I love Samantha Fox, too. <laughs> but Naughty girls need love. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Sierra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, and, and she actually, she's do, there's a couple of videos on YouTube of her doing some of Sierra's old mixes. And she does them well. And I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people like to say she's copying her, she's copying her. No, it's been long enough that it's definitely an homage. And I think that it's great that somebody so young uses somebody like Sierra Fox as a muse. Oh, yeah. And great inspiration instead of just going... Well, I'm 21 or 22 years old, and my frame of reference for drag is RuPaul's Drag Race, so I'm going to be like this person, this person. No, like it goes deeper than that for her, and I, I really like that.
1: Which is good because we're seeing a lot of that. Yeah, because it's scary when you start seeing these like cast announcements, and it's like. Is that Naomi Smalls again?
3: (laughs) Oh, no, that's a whole other person. Well, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, Eureka looks like Ginger Minj. Well, not when you put her side by side, because she's about 12 feet tall and 10 (laughs) feet wide. (laughs) I am like her mini me. Oh, uh, but I've known her for years and I'm very proud of her for getting onto the show. Like, was she
1: was she originally in Nashville or in Nashville before she went to Chicago?
3: She's not Chicago. Oh, she's Tennessee. Tennessee. She's, she's John- Tennessee. Johnsonville, Tennessee. Jack- Johnsonville. Jack- is it Johnsonville?
1: Yeah. Well, she? I think she was in Johnson
3: City. Johnson, Johnson City. City. Close enough. Which is a ville. It's I Tennessee. Think
1: she, yeah. Okay. I think she Johnson was, City. I think she was in Asheville before that. I think she's there now. Like,
3: well, she's worked there. Oh, okay. oh maybe she's that's she's worked what it in was. Carolina a lot because in uh, South Carolina and like all over that area.
1: We have um, one of Brian's. Um, Longtime friends, and I think either fraternity brother or fraternity brother adjacent is a drag queen that actually worked in Asheville for a while. And I, and when we were talking about it, and, and Eureka came up, and he's like, Did "You say Eureka O'Hara? I'm like, "Yeah, she's from blah, blah blah." And he's like, "I think she worked in Asheville mm. because um and that's who and and dipping back to the drag con part of it, we're gonna send our drag correspondent because I can't go because we I'll have be a, there. we have a bear event. So we're going to send our flame-on drag correspondent um, that? Her drag name She doesn't really drag that much anymore But her drag name is Jess Ketting <laughs> And if you've listened to any of the episodes The 47 episodes you've I been, been on um, <laughs> I can't, You
3: gotta pay for that shit on iTunes I don't see it No, you,
1: you Skype for free Or SoundCloud, we'll get you we'll, Girl, we'll, you we'll think set it I up would on still your phone. be
3: here
0: <laughs> If we were getting paid for people to listen Oh
1: but Just Cutting is actually the um the in the in the theme music is the one of the get it, bitch. Like that's just doing there's that. Theme music? Oh yes, theme yeah, it's theme music. I'm so happy to be a part of this right? special <laughs> production.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be there too with time to kill. Yes, so.
1: I will send we will send uh Pass Sean is his the, boy name. Okay. Um did you see the Wheel of Fortune? The gay kiss oh, on Wheel of Fortune, Sean yeah, Sean Ryan Hall. Oh, yeah, Sean yeah. Ryan yeah. He
5: was just here the other uh like yeah. two weeks ago with, uh, with Michael. With Michael, yeah. yeah. They came and said hello to me at uh Universal. And yes, i because talked to them uh, for like an hour and a half.
1: They're all real good friends with um uh our friend Eric Mater, hmm. who they were probably at the parts with. Yes. I know Eric really well. Oh god, yeah. You've been He to- used
3: to date um my old friend Chad.
5: <laughs> really well. <laughs> what? In air
3: quotes.
0: I was just get, I was just getting into. He this was getting tea. ready for the tea. Oh, girl. Well, once tea.
3: we turn these microphones right. off, I'm gonna tell you the real story.
0: <laughs> well, no, it's funny.
5: We because, listened to the unsweet tea version.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny because when you were when you were getting ready to be on the show, like I I didn't really know you all that well. I knew yeah. you. Through Chantel, mm-hmm. your, uh, because you you were roommates with Chantel for for a while, five years. So so I knew I knew of you, and I knew I knew you did bananas. I knew you did hamburger marys and all that. Um, but I know that you also have been to my boyfriend and his ex's house for like their Christmas party and stuff. And he'd be like, "Yeah,
3: oh my god, Josh was That's when that's the first time I met Eric. Yes, because he bought a princess phone that I ended up with in that. That white elephant gift <laughs> exchange. I like that phone. It was nice. It was from Big Lots that had rhinestone buttons. <laughs> it didn't
1: work. I so it. yeah. So so Sean is our um, Sean is our drag correspondent and has been to both Perfect. of the last two drag cons. We love Sean. So we do love Sean. Um, I will make sure know. that he goes and finds you and harasses you and gets some like pictures and Facebook lives and whatnot. Yeah. So that'll be fun. It'll be fantastic. I um I wanted to go this year, but I can't. But
3: Eureka. That's Eureka, yes. No, but talking about Divine Grace, she actually like Eureka's home bar is New Beginnings, which is where Divine Grace started. <sighs>
1: oh, that's right, because it's it's yep. the oh, whole North thankful. Carolina mm-hmm. that North Carolina connection. Yeah. I love it.
3: Yeah, and she's a fabulous entertainer. She she has been referred to as the love child of Ginger Manch and Latrice Royale. And I said, well, girl, I don't know how we consummated in the first place. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be I mean, a whole lot of heavy breathing and huffing and puffing and sweating and rolling around. It looked like a ball of black licorice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she certainly possesses like the aesthetic choices that I make mm-hmm. with the dancing ability of Latrice and a great sense of humor that's all her own. And I hope that she goes really far and does really well. I'm, I always root for the big girls. I always do because I feel like you know it's time for one of us to win not because we're big but as much as that shouldn't be a benefit to us winning it shouldn't be a detractor Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately there's always people who have a problem with girls of girth and they try to hold them back for that and I hope that she doesn't let them get to her I hope she doesn't let anything bring her down because she's beautiful and she's fierce and she's like 12 feet tall and she's just this Glamazonian oh, vision. And super, super humble. Super humble. Super humble. And not as talented as me. So don't book her over me. <laughs> <laughs> if you can only book one fat bitch, please book me. <laughs> Especially several seasons out. <laughs> oh, my God. that um, The bookings are slim, but we
1: are not. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, She posted something on Facebook recently about that. About a club who um, ended up canceling, I think, a booking on her because she was a big queen.
3: No. So I or, told her, I was like, girl, don't get this all misconstrued because you're going to start a fire where there is no smoke. And Oh, I like
4: that.
5: I'm stealing that from you.
3: That's all right. I stole it from my grandmother because it's <laughs> been around for five million years. Hmm. Anyhow, that's okay. she, young. she doesn't 26. know these. She right. doesn't know that. She's these. not Southern either. I'm only
5: 26 from New York. From Long Island. From I'm, Long oh, Island. Oh, that's
1: right. I forget from that we're Long Island. Island. We're Long yeah, Island. Long Islanders. The drunker I get, the more my, my oars will come out. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. Go,
5: Let's have some coffee. We're going coffee. It's all right. Coffee.
3: We went to Starbucks. We're going to talk. We went to Starbucks for coffee. At Starbucks.
5: With some coffee. With a bagel on a shopping
3: Yeah, I did a 10 day cruise. With him and his entire <laughs> Long Island family and oh their friends. Oh, my God.
1: The only thing I will say. The, You're the, welcome. Man. There are a couple of words that, especially when I get drunk or angry, uh-huh. will will really come out. But that was one of the benefits of being raised in a Puerto Rican household is that that accent tends to really cancel out the Jewish yeah. awe in everything. Oh, <laughs> so, it like, sure, I, does. I sure say, does. I say chocolate. Like I don't um, say I don't say chocolate. chocolate. He says chocolate. I'm Jewish.
5: I'm Jewish when it counts. <laughs> It's usually when I get gifts and money. Yeah. It's chocolate. Chocolate. We are, so are going to be on somebody's it's list now.
3: It's okay. Schindler's. It.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Y'all said that. That happened.
3: <laughs> that Y'all wasn't said me. it out. It was not me. <laughs> that wasn't me. I didn't say it. <laughs> you left the door open. I just had to kick I, it closed. I didn't say it. <laughs> but <laughs> you me. thought it. Oh my God, Brittany, you thought it.
5: But my accent comes out when I'm around like, New Yorkers for like yes. ten minutes. Ten yes. minutes. And oh all my of god! A sudden, I'm so we would up wake up
3: every single day on this cruise to his <laughs> mom leaning over her balcony onto ours. Hey, princess, wake the fuck up! Come <laughs> on, let's go get breakfast at the buffet. We're gonna get uh, some trivia chords and we're gonna go down and we're gonna play trivia.
5: Mom, if you listen to this, I'm so sorry for his. No, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Person, no, that's of exactly. No, I. You they forgot to add like. the the Jewish twist to it. The the guilt (laughs) trip. I gotta play trivia The guilt guilt trip. If you don't come, come, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna jump off the ship. You gotta (laughs) come with me or I'm gonna jump off the ship. I'm I'm gonna stay here. You're killing me.
3: Your father tried to come with me last night but put his head through the ceiling. It's a low ceiling on this boat. I'm oh, so sorry. I don't know CJ's family. <laughs> They're fabulous. Be thankful. I, I,
1: I will I will vouch that this is an accurate representation of his family. <laughs> Being from Long Island, <laughs> this is an act, actual like 100% accurate so representation. So what are going to do
3: is <laughs> whenever, edit all this out. whenever his mom Finally comes down here and <laughs> meets my mom for the first time. We're gonna bring them on this show, and this will be the first place they meet. Oh uh, my god! Yes, no. Let, oh my god. my god! Let's do it because not, They are exactly the same person, <laughs> but from two completely different cultural backgrounds. It's so true. So oh my god! We're gonna have his mother going, "Hey, you're gonna fucking do this," and blah 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 blah, <laughs> and my mom going, "I don't know what the fuck you just said." <laughs> <laughs> But I think you're fucking beautiful. <laughs> all right.
5: My mom is like the real life version of Roseanne. If Roseanne was a like a like a real person, like the character of Roseanne from the m- show, that's my mother. That's my family. Uh, like uh, we took a limo so ride. Then who
3: would be my mother? My mom's like
1: Julia Sugarbaker.
3: <laughs> no, she's not Julia. My mom is much more like Suzanne Sugar Baker mm-hmm. mixed with a little bit of Alice Ghostly's character. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: well, I... My favorite PS is when she showed up, she she called nine one one to get to the hospital to visit the girls. When they were in there and she had on the Christmas tree skirt and she's like, well, thank you for the Christmas tree skirt. i like to never get the damn thing on.
4: It's
3: so good. I
5: love how we went from season nine to our We'll parents. get back to it's it's fine. A, like, it. fine. But like we we did a trip like years ago. We went to Hawaii and we took a limo from my house to the airport. To Hawaii. No, <laughs> to Hawaii. It was great. It's a hell of a It was a great. Yeah. <laughs> Just the tip. Um. And we felt like that Roseanne episode where they won the lotto and they took a limo, and that's how my family like felt like we were the Roseanne family in the limo going to the airport. It was just the greatest
1: thing ever because you're South Shore.
3: See, I feel I I am always
2: South
1: Shore. South uh, Shore, hundred percent. Listen, I um, when I was born, my family, my mom and my dad were in East Meadow because my dad was in the military, but I grew up in Hempstead. Ooh, so trust me, you bougie. Wait, which I grew up? No, not West Hempstead. Oh, okay. I grew mind. up in Hempstead. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hempstead. Just kidding. Yeah, no. I was the I was the little white boy in the black neighborhood. Like that was. I grew up. <laughs> that's why You're like, If you don't know, Wikipedia that shit. Uh, Hempstead is, is, is not Hempstead is
3: home to Hofstra Nassau Coliseum. Ooh, Hofstra! I know Hofstra. Yeah, and I know Philip Seymour Hofstra. <laughs> he's Pretty much. No, no. <laughs> he's performing at the Bear Den later. <laughs> Felatio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah I did not grow up in the, in the nicest part of it but I, everywhere I've lived basically on Long Island has been South Shore mm. so trust me as soon as you get a little money you're like mm. Ooh. you're like I'm in a limo right now uh-huh. I, I have made it we used to, I, to, we you used to sing, limo you to sing, you sing the, uh, the Jefferson's theme song we used to limo to New York City Oh, right.
5: I've we, never done we, that. Uh, sorry, the, I still do that. Me. During the Christmas time, we'd limo to the tree in Rockville Center instead of taking the train because we were like, oh, OK, it's Christmas. We're going to splurge just a little bit.
3: <laughs> the Jewish people for Christmas would trek into the, the Holy Land to go see a tree and then go see a movie and have some Chinese your, food. I cannot wait to take your mother to the Holy Land experience. <laughs> Why? So she could never never mind. We're not this getting isn't doing. how it fucking happened. <laughs> But they have a chocolate Christ. (laughs) I just wanted to go, Jesus Christ. And the actor to turn around and go, Yes.
5: (laughs) My mom just looked at him and go, Who the fuck are you? She's
3: so funny. She is, she literally is the yin to my mom's yang. I mean, I haven't seen my mom's yang since I came out of it, but I feel like they're simpatico. Like, I feel like they're going to be either the very best friends who have ever lived. Or mortal enemies. Or season three of Rivals. <laughs> feud. Whatever. <We> <laughs>
4: feud, sir.
5: We can't call it. They won't be on Feud. We're going to have to create our own thing called They're going to be on Family Feud. <laughs>
1: <gasps> be P.S. Great. Oh, my God. That's what we're doing. That's what, that's what
5: we're going <laughs> to do. let that's do that. That's That'll what be we're going to do for
1: our episode. We will totally do. I'll get three.
5: You get three. Shade in the Circle presents Family Feud. The this is gonna do
3: it. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Listeners, I want you to know that. That. they are not gonna be allowed to even see each other before mm, we sit down. No. i oh Steve Harvey
0: God. before the before he met universe. with Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because let me let me tell you about
3: something. Oh, <laughs> please do. Give us your every post. once <laughs> in a while. Give someone, us your POC POV.
0: Someone in the black <laughs> community thinks That's white people like color me. point of view. Oh. I'm on TV. I have had multiple shows. And that allows me to be the, big, uh, the the bridge builder.
4: The wall builder? First of
0: all, Steve Harvey, nobody's looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> Only- Not
1: even your family. No,
0: not even- Old black women watch you, girl. You Steve know Harvey. it's
3: bad when they're looking for Richard Simmons and they got <laughs> a, a whole podcast about him. But mm-hmm. don't nobody care where Steve Harvey is. No.
0: No, he's like I own a chain of supermarkets. Good for you, bitch. Well which one? Be the be the less important Magic Johnson in the world,
3: <laughs> oh, and that's saying a lot. Damn. At least he has a movie theater in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Wait, who? Magic Ma- Johnson. Does he really? Yeah, he has a whole like also, a, a line of theaters. Uh, oh,
0: Sedexo Magic Johnson in on that.
3: What's that? Sedu- uh. Seduction.
0: That that was Michelle Massage. Oh. <laughs> like... Track eleven
1: on the Bodyguard soundtrack.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> I love when she goes. It's the highest selling soundtrack of all time. It had nothing to do with track eleven. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> they all bought it for. And I. But listen, it's the
1: same reason that anybody that worked on Suicide Squad. I mean, it's a it's a, a an Oscar winning movie now. They will take credit for whatever. Don't give a fuck that it was it was makeup.
3: What well, that's all which, right, which was my compact disc recording is nominated for a Mac award, it's a Manhattan Association of Cabarets award. Yeah. Cabarets 1982, it's mm-hmm. fabulous. But girl, you better believe I'm gonna be like, oh, it's like a Grammy, it's, the it's award like, winning, award nominated. Soon to be have award winning. I hope so. It will, I hope I win.
5: You will, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna lie, y'all probably have like winning, 20 girl.
0: minutes. We got twenty minutes to get through this show before you gotta be on the other show. Like you alright, it's fine. It's all right.
4: It's fine. Okay. Take your time, it's fine. They're
1: five Tasia. minutes away. I'll text Devon Grace and be like, <laughs>
3: Ginger might be a few minutes late. <laughs> it's all right. Well, she told me I could come to the seven o'clock or the nine o'clock. So oh, I okay, cool. Really cool. We gotta we go, <laughs> I we might got go to follow time. your ass around the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um so yes, Eureka. I think she's a sweetheart. I think that she is as shady as a big girl should be. As an I, elephant? It, it, but it does bother me, and I told her this, that she calls herself the Elephant Queen because it's like, no, season six, oh, Darian yeah. was known as the Shady Elephant. She still is. Well, so, oh, that was just because Bianca coined it. Like, yeah, she called her well, Shady Elephant. So, yeah, and it, she dressed like well, a fucking elephant. Yeah. So I, No, she did. Ooh, she ooh, wore a literal ooh, cocky, 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 cocky. elephant costume. <laughs> Um, so CJ would have done thing.
1: the button by there, but he was too busy stuffing my stuffing nuts, nuts in his, in his face.
3: <laughs> Get those nuts away from <laughs> my face. There you go, gal. Delayed shape. But she's fabulous, and I hope she does really well, because I like her and I've known her for a while. She looks fantastic, so I'm excited mm. to see her on the show. Yeah, and I was just really happy that Ross Matthews finally got cast <laughs> as a contestant and not a judge. What about
1: uh, hashtag elephant queen? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited Kesha's a
3: judge. Oh my god! I'm excited for Megan Trainer. Nobody else is excited. About <laughs> let Science me tell you, where's that, where's that button? <laughs> I'm excited for Megan Trainer. I actually really am though. And her onesie, what the fuck is that? Who fucking cares? Don't I hate I know, her music
5: video. She wore her onesie. It was oh, sick. Of yeah, me. and oh, she was no. there
3: to promote it at that point. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> four years ago when they recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I got to interview her at the New Now Next Awards last year. And let me tell you, that's a girl who knows exactly who she is and where she came from, what her capabilities Massachusetts. are. Massachusetts? No, she's from Nantucket. Um, she's from Nantucket Island. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but she was on used Wings. To do her hair. Oh my! Uh, one of my old coworkers, his mom used to cut her hair on Nantucket <laughs> Island. Um, and then his name is Bobby. He was on Cupcake Wars. No, he lost. First he of went. Of home, home. We
0: know somebody in common. Because you know Bobby? I know Bobby.
5: Yeah, I, I was in Bobby's
0: did. wedding. I
5: love Bobby. Which one? I'm good. The I, <laughs> I His first, one. The
0: first uh, one. But I love Bobby. Bobby's no. Uh, Bobby's, Bobby's he's super everybody sweet. He's
5: super loves sweet. Bobby for the uh, right price. But yeah, his his mom used to cut her hair um, on Nantucket Island. Um, was and she
1: then, in that? Was she in that? Um, that little complex next to Helen's diner, like did girl. She have-
5: I don't know. I didn't oh, really ask that many um, It was a wings
1: <laughs> reference. You're too young for that. He's I'm 26. I'm gonna keep
5: reiterating this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Bobby. Uh, Bobby's mom used to cut her hair on Nantucket Island, mm-hmm. and then he was until on one day wars and she slipped, and
3: <laughs> his mom. Now his she's mom a cutter. is a trip. I love her. Sure.
5: I've never met her. but I is- will believe you. I have met Bobby. I'm. I used to be good
3: friends with Bobby. Mm. He made our friend's wedding cake and it was terrible. But it had been sitting out for a while.
5: It was delicious, but... No,
3: it was not delicious.
4: Sorry, Bobby.
3: I don't know Bobby, so I can say this. I, I thought it looked beautiful. But isn't that the case when like with most wedding cakes? By the time you get around to... No, stop it. <laughs> by the time you get around to eating wedding cakes, they've become so dry. Yeah. <coughs> Especially so with wild. fondant on it. It
5: just sits under those lights and it
3: just it dries up just a little bit. And I know this as a professional chef. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a professional chef, but a fuck one. Yeah, he is. Really? Do you? Well, no, he he won't let me. (laughs) It's true. I'm a top. So, what are you? You're an ordained. Chef. I'm an ordained chef. Yes. <laughs> Jesus came down and said, "You know how to cook." he takes exactly. me in the forehead. I and want said, you to God make you. loaves and fishes.
1: He, that it's not pronounced Jesus; it's Jesus. Oh, Jesus! Oh, Sorry.
3: I was wondering why.
1: Never
5: mind. I'm yeah. not kidding. into that. I didn't go there. I stopped Don't myself. do it, Miss
1: Healy. Don't do it. I'm glad <laughs> these peanuts were the best. The- these peanuts were the best purchase I made today for
3: back the Back to season nine. Yuriko <laughs>
5: O'Hara, we love you. <laughs>
0: Next. Alexis Michelle. Alexis okay. Mateo?
3: <laughs> no. She's
0: back? Okay. <laughs> she wishes.
1: Oh. She's Miss Gay Days. Is she- Yeah. This past yeah. year? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. Miss Gay Days.
3: Oh, okay. I wanted to do it this year, but I'm gone. Oh. I'm-, I'm gone, too. And so, yeah, it all, like, it just didn't line up. I really wanted to do it, though. Because... That was my very first pageant ever. It was my first foray into the real drag world outside of acting.
1: Oh, my God. You know what would have been amazing? Maybe for next year. Do you year. know who I lost to?
3: Who? I was first runner-up to Coco Montrese. Again. Uh, um, out of 12 contestants. I, d- I had had my name for two days, and only because I had to put it on the application when I filled it out and turned in my entry fee. And I was working at Sleuth.
2: Burrow.com slash ACAST
3: Since Lewis was like alright well if you take this name we'll give you the entry fee. <laughs> okay I guess I'll be ginger Minj. And- you know
0: it's funny because the way you got your name is the exact inverse of the way I got my name because Divine gave me my name. What's but I name? haven't done any drag yet. Even
1: though I'd already given you a name.
0: It's a good one but I'm sorry. it. So as a child, as a young homosexual, I was obsessed with You're Avonlea good. and Anne of Green Gables. Oh, so my what about name Anne is of Avonlea. Yeah, and Anne of Avonlea. So my name is Anna Green Gables.
3: No, that's terrible.
0: It is a good name. Pat, it's, what it's did you it's give him? Is an awesome.
1: Because for the super nerdy side of him, which is basically ninety-eight percent of him, <laughs> um, I said Ebony Maximoff.
0: Yes, and I love that. And it's, that's going to be my, when I put out my my Your dual Sasha album. Fierce. What is out of RuPaul's Drag Race Season Able. 15. <laughs> well, because, okay. And <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. Because
1: if you don't really know Oral, Oral's spirit Never animal character Never heard of her. is <laughs> the <laughs> Scarlet Witch. She's my favorite. Oh, okay. So I wanted, I wanted him to have like a color name. Mm-hmm. But it, that wasn't Scarlet because obviously mm-hmm. that's just going to be taken what away too, too too literal. So I was like, okay, so I'm like Ebony, like that, like it's strong. Because that was your ticket. Can you just No, well, be... well, listen, that whatever. <laughs> but then, but then, Scarlet Witch is Wanda Maximoff. Mm-hmm. So Ebony Maximoff, like it just has that, like it has that nerd cred, and just and you it know, sounds powerful. Ebony, yeah, Wax, sounds very right? powerful. Mm-hmm. It sounds very right. powerful. Ebony Waximoff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just like have a whole facts of life theme behind you, <laughs> and you can be Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Season 10 winner.
4: Yeah. I'm calling <laughs> it.
1: Which, don't forget, we still need to get you in drag. I oh, know. So let's talk about season Wait, 10. Wait, have you not been?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: been trying. That's, your, that's, that's, for, that's for your third season on the show. Fourth season on the show. Wait, Kendra, Blair
5: Witch, right. have you not been put in drag yet? Like, have you not? He has not. done it. But you have the name.
0: I have already. the
1: name. He's got two names. I've got, He's got, got, got three now. He's got three names now. He's got two now. Two He's three, three names,
0: names. I got three names and I haven't done drag. No, I'm not saying I can't walk in heels
1: by the end of 2017. Hey, he will be. You could at least be <laughs> first runner be. up All if right. you can't
0: walk in heels. <laughs> Look at Kim G. Oh, but <laughs> right on the money, <laughs>
1: but we uh we keep on teasing the fact that we're going to do some video, and I uh we've done we've done little bits here and there as we as we build,
5: but a puppy is laying puppy. on the bed eating her toy.
1: Oh, it's that's... the
5: cutest thing in the Alexis world right Michelle.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
5: transition
3: hot boy you're transitioning pretty girl i've already (laughs) i've already transitioned how dare you universal (laughs) pays for it i'm the chaz bono of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um never i'm not no we are never serving rum punch before no no, this is perfect it's great so she's a beautiful boy she's a beautiful girl she's one of the sweetest queens that we met backstage super super sweet and as talented as I think that she is, <laughs> she is, she's incredibly talented, but all of the chat boards were like, "Oh, Jinx and Ginger better watch out. Not only is she a theater queen, she's a New York City theater queen, and she's beautiful. Yes, she is. She's all of those things, and she went viral with that video of, of her doing the quick change from Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. If you haven't seen it, seen it. It's watch so it. It's good. so good. Um, but she came out there to do her number, and she was doing all that jazz from Chicago. And she was singing it live with all the dancers. They looked beautiful, and they were dancing so well. And the girl opens her mouth and goes, Come on, babe. Why don't we paint the town? And I said, Oh, okay, so she's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't no better than we are. She had <laughs> the same base, base boat. <laughs> The what that old baritone bass, boat yeah. we all about that bass <laughs> about that bass no soprano
0: <laughs> i ain't no size two, but i can shake it shake it like, like I'm, I'm some
3: to do work
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <grrr. laughs>
3: uh well p.s when i went to film season seven i went off to film season seven Nobody knew who Mega Trader was. I came back two months later, and she was the like the biggest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like, who is this girl, and why is she living in a Barbie house with that wig? <laughs> it was terrible, but I do like the song. But anyway, so Alexis Michelle, I think she's incredible, and I hope that she does really, really well. She seems a little timid in person, so I don't know if that's going to work for her or against her in the mm-hmm. competition. That'll be tough
1: just in life after Drag Race. Well, life after Drag Race you need to have well. a little bit. Because, I mean, yeah, she. it's technically life after Drag Race for her, but they just announced the cast. The show hasn't aired.
3: Well, but I told stopped. them all. I set them all down, and they were like, what can you tell us? I said, well, invest in some good orthopedic pads for the high heels. <laughs> Get a good name brand roll of duct tape that's not going to rip your skin off. And the race doesn't start until the season ends. Oh yeah, Mm. that's when you're going to hustle and that's when you're going to be getting out of drag as you get onto an airplane, you land, you get into drag on that airplane or if you have to, go do another gig, do a meet and greet and repeat the process over and over and over. And it's going to be a great time. It'll be the most amazing time of your life, but you are going to be exhausted. And if you don't jump on every single opportunity that's presented to you, you're going to be one of them bitches that sits at home doing nothing mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just hope that she was a little more forceful on the show because I think she has a lot of potential, but I, I hope she doesn't get stuck behind trying to be nice to everybody. Trying to be the sweet one. You don't got to be the sweet one, girl. You just got to last. Yeah. No. Farrah Moan. Farrah Moan. I met her at uh, Oil Can Harry's, which is the nightclub in Austin, Texas, during season seven. And she had pretty much like just started doing drag as, as a career. And she was beautiful even then. I think she is probably the most, I won't say the most beautiful, because I think there are a lot of really beautiful girls for very different reasons on Drag Race, but she's probably the fishiest girl that we've ever had, even more than Courtney. Because Courtney's got a gorgeous face, mm-hmm. but her body is all boy. A beautiful boy body, but it's all boy. Fair it's looks for Farrah looks snatched from birth. Yes. she When she is even out of drag, honestly, we went to uh, Rise Bar to see a Peppermint Show out of drag, and she looked like a beautiful woman then, just her hair yanked back in a sweatshirt. I was like, oh, okay, girl. You're serving it to me. You're serving me fantasy right now. And the voice that she has, it's just soft and feminine. There's such a beautiful, delicate femininity about her. Um, And again, like Alexis, I hope she doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Mm -hmm. Because it's always the squeaky wheels that get the grease on Drag Race. You got to give them a little bit of plot. You got to give them a little bit of storyline and something to cling to, something to put that shade button behind. Um, So... I'm hoping that she fought to be there and gave them a good reason to keep her. Um, I've never really seen her perform, so I don't know what she has to offer mm-hmm. as far as that goes. But I hope it's good. I mean, her performance at the premiere was great. I, that was one of the few I didn't really get to see. Yeah, she was great. I got to watch her. She was. They great. were they were running me around, running me ragging, because girl, it was a technical clusterfuck. <laughs> But I saved it. I had a good time. And, you know, I was so happy that everything did go wrong and that basically, if there was a set, it would have been falling down around me. <laughs> <laughs> because it let me kick into high gear and do what I do best, which is run my mouth mm-hmm. and just have a good time. And the audience went from booing to cheering. And that was it's one of the most like fun evenings that I've had associated with Drag Race. <laughs> James Mansfield she's a weird one she is odd um i like her i'm a fan of hers she's friends with trixie mattel they come from the same area Mm -hmm. and like when we were premiering season seven trixie used to do the little shop of horrors number with the puppet yes james is very skilled at making puppets she made trixie's audrey two puppet she made her michelle visage puppet Last year for Divas of Drag. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's made several puppets for herself. She operates on her own plane. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's actually very admirable. March to the beat of your own drummer girl. I'm happy for you. Especially because
0: like sometimes drag race is such a, a factory. It's like mm-hmm. it's, um, it, you know, it, it elevates drag but sometimes you lose sort of like the weirder aspects. And yes. so like you get that with, you know, jinx at times or acid Betty, mm-hmm. but it, sometimes it's easier just to be, you know, this pretty person mm-hmm. who can say a few funny things. um, And, you know, up, it is what it is. But seeing, like hearing that makes me think it's less of like, a tuna cannery and more like a Warhol factory.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's something that's very um, different about her, something very interesting that makes me want to see more, makes me want to watch, makes me want to see what she has to offer. Now, backstage, she was equally as weird. The puppies are fighting. We used to joke around when we
1: got Havoc that was like, oh, if you hear a little jingling in the background or a squeaking, it's Havoc. Now it's like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> two pups enter, one pup leaves. There's we, just a season don't nine cast. <laughs> we don't need another Havoc.
1: We don't need another Havoc. We don't need. Now, whenever I hear that song, I can't think of anything but Wheezy. <laughs> or like five foot tall cell uh-huh. with a giant fucking three feet wide with a with a, those giant wire hoop earrings. She said, and the Tina wig." Well, I am the
3: same age as Tina Turner. Well, yeah, but you don't have her doctor's girl <laughs> <laughs> or part, her genetic makeup. Keep talking like Weezy, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Ginger. <laughs> the
5: great part about the puppies fighting is that havoc is losing. Well, of course he is. Because he's That's a bitch great.
0: and he's always going to be a bitch ass.
3: <laughs> She's like, you may not play with any of these toys. <laughs> They're all mine.
0: Oh, gosh. It was
5: great having pushed her off the bed before. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see her
3: go, bloop, oh, right
5: like,
0: off the bed. The, so the we're focusing. Um, <laughs> focusing, <laughs> yes. Backstage, so, uh, James Mansfield. so
3: backstage with James Mansfield, um, it was my first real interaction with her. She was so, so, so... Open and warm and sweet before the show began, and then halfway through the show, I don't really know what happened, but she flipped a switch, and she she wasn't mean or rude, she just seemed very disoriented. She wasn't drinking, she wasn't doing nothing except the show, and I think it all I mean this can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It is very overwhelming still, me to this day, two seasons in, almost three years. I'm sitting there on airplanes at four o'clock in the morning from Beijing to Singapore going, what the hell is my life? Like, what is this experience? And I'm grateful for it. But it's the beginning of this journey for these girls. And I think that she got overwhelmed and she let that show backstage backstage. Mm. She just kind of shut down.
1: Well, she's super young. I just pulled up because I, I, I really hadn't looked much into her, but mm-hmm. she's born in 1990. She's only 27 years old. Yeah, she's older than yeah. I
5: am. <laughs> You're welcome for that.
3: But she's also Damn. so. Don't flick your titty. She is so artistic. <laughs> she is one of the most artistic girls that I've ever seen on, on Drag Race. Like she always, you can tell, has a million ideas running through her head. So I feel like.
0: Girl, get your children. <laughs> get your children. No, you I'm, one of, I'm
1: one of these new age uh, parents. I'm not going to do it nothing. Out.
0: She's one of them white mamas who just like they just played me while one. It's of them. ADD. <laughs>
1: the one's got the other arm. The other's arm just hanging out of yeah. mouth. I mean, that's
0: fine. <laughs> just gonna sip on this sangria some more. Peach. I'm, can I? Can I
1: get Peach one? Of, can I actually have one of my own peanuts? No, please? you may not try. And, you may not sample your own nuts.
3: Mm. Um, so I just hope that she kind of pulls herself together internally and enjoys the experience because she is such an artist. And I feel like she has so much to offer that none of the other girls can offer. Out of the hundred and what, thirteen forty, well, however many of us there are at this point, I feel like she has something that's totally different and unique to herself. And she she excites me in that way. I want to see more from her. So I hope she doesn't let it get to her and shut down.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: You know... uh and we're pausing for a second before we move on to Kamora Black. Girl, hold on to that uh, that name. Kamora Black. So, Black Kamora. Sometimes I like on a run like I let my mind wander and uh A Marie showed up like showed up in like the mix and I'm like Is this one, one thing, that thing that got me Yeah, is
3: this one so, I
1: love her. So, so that song cuz I, yeah, I don't know much other A Marie. Exactly. And I, <laughs> was, I love the remix with Eve even more.
0: That was great. I was running and I'm like you know what would be a gag if I was Amory as Gollum?
3: What? Like Lord of the Rings
0: Gollum? Yes. And then <laughs> I had no
3: Lucille Gollum from down the street.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, Bro, I
0: don't know. I gotta make sure. And I Give had like a go-go boy dressed as Frodo, but like kind of ragged Frodo with the ring on his finger.
3: His name should <laughs> and be FroYo. I would do,
0: yeah. Fro-Yo. And I would do. One thing, as Gollum,
1: as one ring.
0: Yes, (laughs) and then we all died at the end. Can I hear your? I I I need
5: to hear your Gollum impersonation. I don't
0: have a Gollum impersonation, (laughs) but it wouldn't it it wouldn't come from the vocals. It would come from the appearance. Sure. Yeah, but you still need the music
5: to work. So you would look like the homeless man in the corner.
0: Yeah, I I would. Hey, it was so Kamora Black. That's how you start, That's how you get a good number. You think you think that Bob was just mm, running running. I'm a slave for you Britney Spears. No. PSI gotta- did that
1: first. With the whole uh, I did <laughs> it at a Little Miss Parliament House. With the race rant in there?
3: Yes. You don't oh, remember God. my Little Miss Parliament House?
1: I don't. I'm sorry.
3: Uh so Little Miss Parliament House, we had to play the daughter and the mother. And the mother was definitely a white woman. Her name was Ivory White. And we, had, we pre-filmed the backstage interviews. And then the daughter's name was Ebony White. And the whole shtick of it was that she was trying to play the race card with her white daughter. So she <laughs> made her tan a lot. Um, and so the talent mix was completely inappropriate. It started with moving on up. And it went into, um, your name is Toby. Oh, nah nah. What's my name? Or no, it went into, that's not my name. That's not my name. Into, I'm a slave for you. I P.S., this, I did not write it. I didn't come up with it. But I was poor as hell. And I took the acting job. It was an acting job. And I'm not proud of it. But I was You're a little proud of it. But yeah,
0: that's, I just put that out there. Somebody, if you beat me to it, you can have it. No, Can't now
3: see. I can see we're going to cut that out. Nobody cares. I can
1: see you do <laughs> it. Like, I can see one thing and then like you, you chasing after his hand. I can see it. Mm-hmm. We'll, get, oh, we'll get you on a, yeah. uh, an almost famous. Uh, then cut
3: out that whole blackface thing. I just. <laughs>
1: <about>. <laughs> we got to get you in drag first.
3: It'll It'll happen
1: and then we'll get you on a on yeah, a on it. a Wednesday night almost famous mm-hmm. with Gigi galore. I'll be there this Wednesday. And then, way. then we got to oh, get I'll you on excited. RuPaul's Drag Race season 15.
0: <laughs> Girl, have some faith in me. Season 12. Well, they,
1: <laughs> they just yeah. they just recorded season 47. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rue looks great. I though. have news for you. She's a hologram. I've actually done. Rue I've and the hologram. hologram. Rue and the hologram. Okay, Kamora Black. Kamora Black. Ooh, she is we from make Las you Vegas. Those gem earrings
1: for yes. when you do it? <gasps> so I, no, never mind. I'm going to steal them for myself. We just had a stroke <laughs> of genius at the table. I've done drag more than you at this point.
0: Girl, but once I start, you know, side note, I, I think drag will go one of two ways. Either I think I'm really <laughs> shit at it. Or it'll force me to write more material. And the first time you put me in a wig, I cry. I might be one of those bitches. Or both. Or both.
3: Or both. So Kamora Black, <laughs> <laughs> She's from Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and she's very good for it. She's like besties with Coco Montrees. So I can see it in the facial features. I knew. I knew so she's her orange mildly. No, even Coco's not orange anymore. She's soot. She's soot. <laughs> put your soot in it, girl. Um. <laughs> We call it chimney sweep realness. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love chimney. Chimney.
5: She's from she was
3: she was an Orlando girl for years and years and years, and that's where I knew her before she moved on to become Coco Montrese. Really, you know, Um, I I got to meet Kimora very briefly before season nine through Coco, and she's sweet, but you could tell she loves herself, Mama. Like she knows that she's a beautiful boy and a gorgeous girl. And she cherishes the fact that other people know it as well. Um, she was very sexy. Like, her number was sexy. It sure was. I don't really remember it because I was back and forth so much, like, literally running around with like a chicken with my head cut off. It was, a very,
5: it was a dance intense number. Was it? Yeah. What'd she do?
3: I just remember her looking Beautiful. All night, and she wore that little dance costume. It was almost like a majorette kind of costume for her number, but it was like she looked stunning in it. I think she is, she's so drag to me. Like, yes, she's fishy, but she's got 12 pairs of eyelashes and gorgeous hair and body for days and rhinestones, rhinestones, rhinestones. Because I think that there's some people who kind I don't think they're lazy, but their idea of drag is is different. Their aesthetic is different in the sense that they want to appear as fishy and feminine as possible. And then you get the girls who are like, bitch, I know I'm fish. I know I'm beautiful. But let me put on 17 feather boas and see how this works out. (laughs) And I appreciate that. And she also seemed to have an edge to her when she spoke. She seemed to have a little bit of bitchiness, a little bit of cuntiness, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think that it could give her some great sound bites. And I'm hoping that she puts it to good use and gets her some good screen time by placing that poisonous tongue in a good position, I guess is what I'm going to say. The politically correct way of saying, I hope she reads one of these bitches to filth because she seems like she's real good at it.
0: I'm... I I see what you're saying because like, sometimes you'll you'll see a drag queen perform. I'm like, well, I mean, that was cute, that was nice, but there is, like, it was what it was, and it wasn't anything more, and it wasn't anything less. Mm. And so sometimes you really, like, in a performance, you want to see like not necessarily the idea that or the seed that germinated everything, but yeah. you want it to be really fleshed out, fully realized.
4: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that there are some Queens and I think it's perfectly valid that the entire point of drag for them is to fool people into thinking that they are a woman. You want to look at somebody like, but just for example, cause we were talking about her, Farrah or Courtney and go, that's a woman girl. That is a woman. Or Tatiana. Or Tatiana, yeah. Any of these girls. No, but even Tatiana, like she loves drag. Yeah. She loves lashes and, and eyeliner. She'd and rather hair. be in drag. She and... loves what seal. <laughs> she <laughs> sure does. Sure. God bless her. Um but they like they want to appear as perfectly across the board feminine as possible. And then you've got the other ones that come out, and they want to be like, no, mama, I don't, need, I don't need you to mistake me for a woman. I know I'm a woman. I know I'm a fucking lady, but I'm going to wear 12-inch stilettos, and I'm going to wear every rhinestone ever created and all that. I think that's so fun to me. Like, I love that. I love mm. that.
0: Nina Bonina Brown.
3: I love so Nina. We love Nina. There's a lot of people that are giving her flack and like Why? A lot of people don't seem to really connect with her because they think that she has a reputation for being a bitch or it controversial.
4: But that or
5: they don't get the aesthetic.
3: Okay. Like they don't get yeah. the, the, the what she is. What so her, my entire first encounter with her was walking downstairs to get the car to go to the venue at 5 p.m. Uh-huh. And she's sitting there on in front of the hotel in New York City, all these people walking by with these full-on monkey prosthetics on her face, sitting on top of her suitcase on her phone, just live streaming. And she's like, well, I don't know what's going on right now, but um, I, they were supposed to come and get me. And, blah, blah, blah. and she's like, oh, here's Ginger, man. Ginger, it's nice to meet you. I love you. So we were talking for a second. And I was like, girl, well, what's going on? My itinerary said to be here at five. Where's the bus? And she was like, well, I guess the bus already left. So she was starting to freak out. She had been sitting down there for a while. I said, like, it's all right, girl. I've been through this. It's not my first time at the rodeo. Made a couple phone calls, got the car. We got over there. She is one of the most vulnerable people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. She puts everything she has into her art, and mm-hmm. it is art to her. She'll create. She created her her um, monkey uh, prosthetics. prosthetics out of play doh and newspaper, like newspaper and tempera paint. So and it looked, and it looked incredible. Sickening. It looks so good. It looks so so good. So it's truly an art form to her, and she is so nervous about how she's going to be portrayed and how people are going to respond to her because I guess there's people who are already not responding well to her and I said, girl, I have a huge fan base and they're wonderful people. and I love them all. But I have a whole group of people who hate me and while that group might be a hundredth of the size of my fan base, they're also the most vocal and they're also the ones who want to hurt you so don't, don't, don't listen to it surround yourself with the love and respond to the love mm-hmm. and look at all of the hate decipher where it comes from and if you can learn something good from it apply that to your life and move on otherwise just block it delete it block it move the fuck on girl and it really was kind of it was surprising and eye opening to see that there are girls still who are so vulnerable and open to what's about to happen to them Mm -hmm. you know and i love her i think she's incredibly sweet and her heart's in the right place
5: i got to sit down on the way back to the hotel after the show with her and shay and it was it was great they're just so nice there's such a great aura about them that they just seem like genuine people they just seem like they're so interested in what they do and so focused on what they do it's just it's great they're Mm -hmm. just amazing people
1: I just love that she was preparing us all for the the release of the Nintendo Switch by doing her <laughs> promo picture as a Zora from the Legend of Zelda. Like, that's yeah, fucking amazing. That. That's no, I think that, yeah. that's not even trying to be shady. Like yeah. the, the the Nintendo thing was just kind of fun to edit. <laughs> but-, <laughs> but yeah, her,
5: her and Shay are just so genuine in what they do, and, and they're just such so sweet people to just talk to and get to know. And you know, I'm, I'm glad I had the honor of getting to know them. You know, and that level just going back to the hotel with them—it was just, it was great. They uh, honestly feel so passionate about what they do with drag and 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 everything. It's
1: just, it's
3: great. Well, Shay is from Chicago. I mean, she's from that whole group that gave us Pearl and Trixie and Kimchi <laughs> and. <laughs>
1: <To> they one <laughs> Can we get <give> Pearl back?
3: <laughs> Stop, love Pearl. She's a sweet. Oh my god! She Can I a just? Sweetie.
1: I think I've said this before, but white party. I felt so uncomfortable <laughs> because Pearl basically I fucked me in the dressing room, and I didn't know what to do with myself, <laughs> and I was just kind of like bend over and take it, but pretty much. Um, <laughs> but she's but, not a top. But, <laughs> but it was funny because that was still before like like the before the the, the final three, yeah. the reunion, all that yeah. stuff. Because then they did the they do those. Um, like uh, questions like this or this with the, with the queens, and they did pearl, and it was like twinks or bears, and she's like bears, and I was like, oh, oh yes. dear god! Oh, no. And
3: at that point, you went Shing. she loves she loves the bears. I was like. I was She's like, an advocate of the community. Well, it was, really? it, which
1: is fantastic. Yeah. She, uh. she loves daddies, but well, uh, mm. daddy bears. But it was just—it was so funny because I was filling in as backstage manager at the time. I remember. So I was, yeah, I was, I was back there with you guys, and like I was standing on the steps because we were getting ready to do the the, the outside the, the midnight show on the yeah. stage. So I was standing up on like the the stairs going towards the the theater stage, and she just kind of like came up to me and was like, like, hey, hey, and, like, daddy, and, and basically just I was like. I feel weird in my pants right now. Why do I feel this way? And like, sh- sweetheart. And she was just
5: she asked, a total sweetheart. sweetheart. And she was just asking for directions on how to get to the stage. <laughs> <Right>. Um, <hi.
3: laughs> so. So the- I just So. I used to love to gig with her because <laughs> she would always just hand her iPod or her phone or whatever <laughs> to the DJ and they'd be like, what track? I don't care. <laughs> Just press play. Yes. <laughs> She's super sweet. She's she is super, super sweet. sweet super yeah. sweet.
1: Not much of a performer.
3: Well, but you know what? There's different kinds of drag. And like I just said, like, drag means different things to different people. Yes. She mm-hmm. is so aesthetically based. She is such a visual artist. Well, yeah, and um and
1: she DJs in drag. She does. Which is which is fantastic. And I think that yeah. if I saw her in that capacity, which she did um, Season eight's Battle of the Seasons, mm-hmm. she did the yeah. opening as a DJ, and she did yeah. that, which I think would be fantastic. I went to the um, what was the Marie and Peter the the Christmas one? Yeah, a, a Drag Queen Christmas. Yeah, yeah. not Christmas Queens. No, no, no. That's the one I was on. Yes, and that was <clears throat> the, the Drag like, Queen Christmas. Anytime, anytime I say it, it's like I always have to make sure I don't I don't fuck up for legal reasons. <laughs> right <laughs> But when she did a Drag Queen Christmas, she performed, and her outfits were cool. Mm-hmm. She looked. Great, but even we had this conversation. We won't talk about who we talked about. But sometimes your aesthetic, like if you're doing a music video or you're doing something like a visual medium where you don't have a crowd to have to like interact with or connect with, it could be amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she did. Um, her second number was Prince and the New Power Generation, Diamonds and Pearls.
4: Mm
1: and she just like it was such a missed opportunity like I did not like I was just sitting there like I could have close my eyes and just hang along and be like <laughs> if I gave you diamonds and he's dead now so I can I won't get sued because <laughs> you know that bitch was like on his shit you have
5: 30 seconds before
1: you get sued the Prince if he was still alive right now got rest of his soul for you he, <laughs> he'd have been like two seconds I need money for this uh-huh. that bitch should not let any shit on YouTube it's you cannot true. find it's that true. shit nowhere that's true now and you can he,
0: find it on Spotify. Because his estate <laughs> was like, cha-ching, cha-ching, yep. cha-ching. He <laughs>
5: dead. We need money. We well, they don't need him. the money. They want so, the money. That's so, Shay. Shay so She
3: came from like this group that has produced iconic drag race personas. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the fans have been aware of her for several years and have really been clamoring for her to be on. And I don't think she's going to disappoint because she is...
5: A performer
3: she's a performer she 's incredible like visually I think she 's stunning I think she 's a full package like she visually always looks beautiful and put together mm-hmm. and fashionable, which that was my Achilles heel girl i don 't know about fashion you I want to look loud and bright like i 'm hosting the bingo bazaar for the, the elks lodge like <laughs> that 's my aesthetic, but she always like I look at her and just go, oh my God, I wish that I could even begin to process how to put together looks like that. She's an incredible performer. She's an entertainer. And she's intelligent. She is so much fun to talk to because she can give it right back to you. Whatever you give to her, she will give right back to you. And it's always grounded and it's always so um, integral to that moment and that conversation. She makes everybody feel like they are having a one-on-one conversation with her. And I think that that's so important. So I, I think that she's going to do extremely well. If she doesn't, I'll be Im- incredibly surprised.
0: Peppermint.
3: Oh, peppermint. Peppermint. And I've is. known I've known about she is her a for years. New
0: York legend. I'm I'm so <laughs> excited. Like mm. I was just like, oh, Queens that I don't know. I I kinda know her peppermint aka peppermint gummy bear like I- <laughs> i'm excited
3: from- she, that that is an entertainer yeah and that's a woman more like she is beautiful there she is just so classically pretty to me mm-hmm. and she's another one that's not afraid to get in drag i mean drag drag and she can sing she can dance around she has costumes she's funny like I th- I just I'm in love with her.
5: From a parent's perspective, she's like the total package. She can sing, dance. Yeah. She looks pretty, she's got fashion. She's the total package
3: of of what you know, drag is. Well, we're placing bets on how long before she takes over Lola and Kinky Boots. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that she She is
5: Lola. She's she is literally L- she is and Lola. Lola. she Lola.
3: She is the living breathing embodiment of Lola from you, Kinky We went Boots.
5: to um when we went to Ritz to watch her perform, rise, rise, rise. Sorry, we went to Ritz rise. afterwards, and that's where yeah. we
3: don't remember a whole time. A whole hour. <laughs> when we went
5: to Rise. Um, we were talking, and she is literally Lola. Like we were watching her perform, and she is. We made a joke about how she's like Billy Porter and Lola put together as one person. She's great. She's literally she's Simon from Clacton. Yeah, she's she's Lola. amazing, um, and I hope she goes very far in in the competition I hope so too she's great
3: now I hope she don't go too too far only because she's the only one from season 9 that signed with my management company (laughs) and she's a singer so you know she's gonna release an album girl I'm gonna need her to step back just a little bit just pull back let me have a little bit more glory, and then she can have it all. <laughs> but she's great. She she really <laughs> she's is so good. She's so good. She's good. So, so I'm good. Uh, I'm and so humble. Doll. She's such a sweetheart. Yeah, she is. She's one of those
5: queens that you can walk up to, to and just have like a 30-minute conversation, and it be just a genuine conversation yeah. the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just great.
4: It's
3: she ain't interested in talking to you about drag. No. Girl, no. not at all. She wants to talk to you about I saw you across the street when you were eating at the pizza place, girl. What you have on your pizza? Yeah, <laughs>
5: and just watching her perform was just—I
3: had baked ziti on my pizza, girl. Get the mac and cheese pizza. It's right, everything—it's life changing. Oh, and, okay.
5: And her performances are like an event. Yeah, it's just—it's—it's it's breathtaking. She literally goes I out go there that far it ain't Well. In certain aspects. She goes out there and just puts her all into her performances. That's it's what I mean.
3: breathtaking to me. I got asthma. <laughs>
5: I can't catch my breath. But she goes in and in a four minute number steals your attention. Well, mm-hmm. I love that she That's does. That's what I mean by breathtaking. She steals your attention. She draws your attention to watching
3: her. Her shows are along the same lines as my shows have been. Like my solo shows that mm-hmm. Hamburger Mary's and stuff have been for years. Yeah. Where it's just her. She'll go out there and she'll sing and she'll lip sync and she'll dance and she'll tell jokes, and it's just her hosting a party. Exactly, and it's so much fun, and I love that. So if you're in New York, go and uh, and see her. Yeah. When she's there, if you're in
5: Orlando, come, come and see, see me. Gingerman at uh, Senior Frogs. Frogs on iDrive.
3: Starting. We March, need to do August.
1: that. We or will be front row and center for. Uh, I won't be for there
3: that. for the first two months.
1: Well, then whoop never whoop mind. Whoop we'll whoop be whoop. there. We'll be there starting month three. Yes. <laughs> three. Yes. Month three.
0: Another New York queen. God, these nuts are good. Sasha you will Velour. Go okay.
3: Ooh. Sasha, Sasha. Just as talented as Peppermint, but I don't feel like I spoke two words to her. Well, no, that's a lie. I spoke a lot to her. I don't feel like she responded with much. She takes herself very seriously. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. She's very focused. One of the most artistically incredible entertainers I've ever seen in my life. I didn't care that she didn't want to sit around and chit chat with everybody because I watched her performance on stage and I felt like a fraud. I mm. felt like, girl, what am I doing with my life? What are my choices? Because I go out there and I live sync or I sing a song or whatever. This bitch created art. And I was in tears. It was incredible. It's something that I could watch over and over and over again, and I have Mm -hmm. on YouTube, because it is so good, and it's so different. It's not what anybody else is doing. And when the pictures first came out, I was like, what's that bitch got a unibrow? What's going on? What's going on here? I get it. It makes sense. The bald head, the painted on unibrow, the Everything about her, the fact that she looks like Bat Boy in drag, mm-hmm. it plays into this character that she has created, and it is incredible. That's the only word that I can think of, because there's nothing else like it. I would not be surprised if she goes very far and possibly wins, because there's never been another girl like her, ever, on Drag Race. I just don't know how personable she is. Mm-hmm. Hometown queen, Trinity Taylor. Is she really hometown though? Cause she was more Tampa for years. Like she I was to she's not She, really, was. she, she was. lives in Orlando. She yeah. lives in Orlando now. But when I met Trinity, when I knew Trinity, she was always like Tampa or Alabama or around mm-hmm. there. Um, though she did work here. You know, I like her. I've known her for several years. She's a passion girl, and. She's a bitch, and she makes no bones about it. She loves plastic. Oh, excuse me. Mm, These nuts are repeating on me. <laughs> As good nuts do. <laughs> yes. She loves plastic surgery, and she loves pageantry, and she loves. She sincerely, deeply loves the artifice of drag. If that makes any sense. No,
0: that makes total sense. Which is which is fun. Like yeah, you don't. Sometimes you don't get that. I know what this is. This is all an illusion. This is all not
3: She loves being a party clown.
0: Exactly. It's camp, but not in the in the in the vernacular of what camp sometimes is. It's like
3: the illusion
0: is the reality. She has
3: this awareness about her Mm -hmm. about what she does. And she's mesmerizing to watch on stage. If you don't like the way that she dances then you can watch her because she looks like a painted-up alien from outer space, like this beautiful, glamorous alien. And if you don't like that, well, then look at her hair because her hair's going to be five miles long. like It's going to be jacked up to Jesus and huge and glittered. If you don't like her hair, girl, look at her shoes because she wears incredible shoes. There's always going to be something in a Trinity performance for everybody. Um, But I do know her, and I know that her mouth can tend to get her in trouble. Cause she is a pageant girl through and through. So I'm interested to see how far she makes it before she cusses some bitch out, including RuPaul. She could cuss RuPaul out and go home. I don't know. I don't know. It's a possibility. And
0: last, and maybe least, we haven't seen, I don't know, Valentina.
1: Shanji looking to pop out of a box again? <laughs> She's going to pop out <laughs> of my box.
3: Ah,
4: yeah. I love Shanji.
3: Oh God! We just spent a week together in Aspen. Sure did. (laughs) She's one of the few girls that can drink me under the table.
0: (laughs) I'd I, no, like everyone always rags on her, but I really like Shangela because Shangela, to me, is the person you want to aspire to. Where you are like, I like dressing up. I like making people laugh and smile. Yep. and if you put those together that's what Chandra is <laughs> and I think she's amazing yeah.
3: and she's also like I definitely wanted her career because she's one of the few from the early seasons that works constantly constantly there is never a break in her schedule and she makes money when she works too mm-hmm. because she's got a great reputation and she gives a great product and she's just a good person to be around I love her. I love, 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 love her.
1: And she does stuff in both, uh, like the drag world and the mainstream world. Yeah. You know, I was just talking to um, to to Sonique, and I'd mention I made a comment about it because we were talking about about something along those lines of like, you know, having that kind of career, and um, like one of the big things that Shangela has gets work both in and out of drag because she was on an episode of Two Broke Girls as, you yeah. know, like, as DJ. Yeah. And then, like, as in uh, an episode of Bones, as Shangela, yeah. which then Sonique was like, I was in that episode, too. I was like, oh, I want to go back and watch that <laughs> shit. My bad. <laughs>
2: like, I'm sorry.
0: I didn't know that. Oops. Girl, I was in that episode, too, and I'm standing in your house. <laughs>
3: um, but Valentina. Um, she hasn't been doing drag very long, which is so surprising because she's beautiful. And she's got this... Um, Innate femininity to her. Mm-hmm. like it's, it's part of her makeup. Even as a boy, she, there's something just fluid and beautiful about her. The way she moves and the way she talks. She's very sweet. She's incredibly, incredibly sweet. I don't... She was the last performer of the entire night of the premiere. It was a long night. And I might have been just a pinch cocktailed at that point because there had been a lot of shit going on backstage that I tried to keep that house of cards from falling down.
1: Completely not like right now. (laughs) No cocktails have been ingested today. Yeah, but I'm
3: not cocktail. This is just just, juice. Yeah. yeah. Mango and orange juice. This is just Sunday fun day. I mean, mama was a little (laughs) cocktail. Just a little. All I remember is that she. It's a very captivating performer, but she had, like, a two- or three-minute video before she even came out. And in my head, I'm like, she better be on fire. Like, she better come (laughs) somersault out here. But it was a a Latin ballad. And I was thinking, oh, well, she's setting it up, and she's going to come out here and dance the house down. And she didn't. And she came out and did that same ballad. It was beautiful, but it wasn't the right note. This isn't her fault, but it wasn't the right note to close the show on. I felt like we needed something a little bit more. Like, Shay came out with dancers and did formation Mm -hmm. with the costumes and the choreography, and it was great. It was like watching the music video live on stage. And I was like, they should have just flip-flopped them Mm -hmm. because then nobody would have thought twice about Valentina doing this ballad. Because she looked stunning doing it. And it was good. She knew every word, every breath, every syllable. But, girl, like... You're like, okay, well, thank you guys for coming. <laughs> Poke her, wake your neighbor up, and put her <laughs> in a cab to send her home. Because it was just too late in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and too late in the lineup for something like that. And I hope that she has a little bit more energy on the show. Well, I don't know. It's It's hard to say, really... It's not like she didn't have energy, but nobody would have energy doing that number.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's the problem. You, that's that's less a problem of hers and more a problem of the show producer, because if you're doing this in alphabetical order, you know that this person's going to go last. But you need to have that conversation with the person and be like, you need to like you need to get with the queens and be like, okay, this is the order. You're going alphabetically, which means you are closing out the show, Valentina, Zena, Warrior Princess. Well, she should think Zora, about that Queen as well. Queen of the Nile. I don't...
3: But it's also she chose... Whether you were going first, middle, or last, this is what you're choosing to show to the world as their first impression of you as a performer. Mm. But the, but what I'm saying... The, the, the reason I say it is because, like, if you look
1: at... Like, I, I deal a lot now with... in Helping with, like, the Footlight Productions. Uh-huh. When you're doing... When you're in the middle of the show, you can get away with having, like, that powerful, like, moving ballad... And not have to be like peppy and upbeat and like, bam, when you're closing out the show, like if you're going last like that, whoever is producing the show should should turn around and be like, listen, we can't have a ballad close this out. Like, that's just not
3: going to work. Yeah. But I will also say that every bitch brought their best. And I don't think that's her best. Well, I think and, and that that's was her a, easiest. That's a different story. Yeah. So I think whether you were first or last, it doesn't matter in my head. Because I've been there, and you you sit there and you go, all right, girl, I want to be exactly what they want. I want to give them everything that I have within me to give. If you're not a dancer, you better learn how to one-two step just to do (laughs) enough Mm -hmm. to get you through. Because you want to leave a good, lasting impression on your crowd. And that seemed more to me like maybe a talent number at a pageant um, where you're going for consistency and you're going for the beauty of the number but these are a bunch of drunk homosexuals lesbians straight people who uh, people from all walks of life crammed into this hot sweaty building when it's freezing cold outside and they have been cocktailed for hours and you have to go out there and entertain them Girl, entertain
1: but that's the thing you also said that it, she's young she's new like she yeah. she doesn't have that experience and that's a learning experience yeah you know, that might be one of those where maybe once, and like you've said, the race ends when the show ends, maybe that'll be something that she learns. And that, mm-hmm. that'll be, and you do a couple of bookings that way, and then don't, and the, yeah. the bookings start to become fewer and far between when it's your season and you are the hot ticket item. Yeah.
0: That's when you got to you you, be out there striking that iron, minting some money. You'll learn, though. That, uh-huh.
3: That'll that teach you quick. Well, that's why I continue to work as much as I do. And it's because not because I'm a fan favorite or any of that. It's because I go out there and I, I give one hundred and twenty percent every single time I perform. I bust my ass with pneumonia. I'll get out there and I'll get on an airplane. And I'll do whatever. And I will huck and buck and shuck and jive and do whatever I fucking have to to entertain a crowd
5: and then fall downstairs and go out and do a finale
3: well that's true well yeah they picked me up my heels were broken fingernails sitting on fingernails the stairs. fingernails were fitting we sitting on the stairs oh stairs yeah, yeah. On my stairs. wig was on the banister they plopped a hat on my head <laughs> and sent me out and i did it i got up, and then as soon as it was over collapsed in my arms and i dragged her back dragged me back up the stairs <laughs> clean all the blood off of my legs and all, like it was it was a horrible scene it sure was but you get out there and you you, you just entertain yep. because if you don't there's a hundred and something of us now mm-hmm. and if you don't give them what they want they'll go right down the list until they find what they want in the price range they want it i do have to say as much as i really Loved getting to know these season nine girls. Mm-hmm. Getting to work with them that night. They seem extremely privileged. They seem to feel extremely privileged.
0: Because they've had like the legacy to say like this is season nine
3: or... Well, All Stars 2 was the highest rated season ever. Mm-hmm. And this is coming on the heels of that. It's also the first one that is being touted as a VH1 series. So it's going to be broadcast first there before anybody else, mm-hmm. anywhere else. And I think that they feel like, and, and it's not even necessarily wrong, I feel, they feel like they've made it before it's even begun. Mm. And all I can tell them is, girl, you, you still gotta hit the pavement, you still gotta work, you still gotta really put your heart and soul into this. And don't go out of the gate Asking for ten million dollars for a booking, you know. You ask for a buck fifty, and then you build it up from there. Mm-hmm. You build your rapport. You build your fan base. You build your your legacy. You make your them. legacy exactly. Yeah. So, it's interesting to see. I've heard that a lot of them are asking prices that we didn't even ask when we knew we were top three to go down the street and work at the That'll be
0: $5,000. I also need all of the pineapple gummy bears in one dish and the rest in the others because mm-hmm. sometimes I just want the pineapple, but sometimes I want the rest of them.
3: <laughs> How'd you know that was my booking fee in uh, per diem? You're like, right. I need a fresh Persian kitten to scrub my makeup <laughs> off every night. Um, but I, I just want them to realize that you are not a, a, a celebrity. You're not along the lines of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and all these people. Like you still got to get out there and work because, because,
0: you know, they love you for 10 to 15 minutes while mm-hmm. your season is on, you know, you are in their mouths, but the second this season is over and you didn't get asked to be on, like what's the, the touring one,
3: Battle of the Seasons. Battle of the Seasons. Bitch, you're mm-hmm.
5: It's also like, we gotta look at it this way. When season 11 comes around, if and when it comes around, if you're not there, you're not humble,
3: they're not gonna, your booking stop. Well, if they, you're not getting booked in the first the place because they can't afford you, yeah. mm-hmm. you're not gonna be out there to be visible to the public. Exactly. You know what?
0: This, this is a nuts and bolts sort of thing. And I'm not asking you. Say, mm, say you're okay. You didn't make it to the top three. You're like somewhere in the middle.
3: Well, I'm lucky because I've been top three and bottom four.
0: Oh, so. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a good threesome and an orgy. Um, like it is. what? Not like I said. Don't don't put your business out in the street because we're we're good Southern women and we don't do that. That's garish and gauche. But like, <laughs> say say you're I you know, and I don't want to use names. I won't use names. Say you made it. To round five. So you made it halfway halfway halfway
5: through the season. You made it halfway Halfway through the season.
0: You're likable, but you're not like the biggest draw. How much should your booking
3: fee be? Well, it depends on where the venue is, how much they're charging to get in, Mm -hmm. or if they're not charging to get in at all, um, what you're expected to do, how many numbers... It's all that like mm-hmm. there are girls that I've heard, and this is all hearsay, so here I am spreading gossip, but I've heard that there are season nine girls who out of the gate, are asking seven eight, nine thousand dollars to show up to these clubs and do like a typical booking for a drag race girl is two numbers and a meet and greet, yeah, and I'm sorry, even when we were top three and we were the biggest names in drag for that 15 minutes, you know? We weren't asking that. We weren't out there demanding that people pay us that much money to show up to do our job. Girl, I still show up to Parliament House on Wednesday nights for Gidget show for a hundred bucks, you know? A hundred bucks and a handful of tips because I love the art and I love what I do and I love meeting people and I like having that outlet. Now, I'm not going to go fly to Australia to do um a booking for $100. It it certainly has to be within that realm. Mhm. You know, you you certainly have to weigh the pros and cons and see what makes sense financially for you to do that.
0: Because when tax season comes around, that 1099 miscellaneous is a bitch. Mhm.
3: Well, and I also was very lucky to um, to get with Producer Entertainment Group, who was like the premier drag race representation. And my management team handles everything for me. I don't have to haggle. I don't have to talk about that. I can say yes or no or whatever. And they certainly earn their money. They take a lot of the money. I make a lot of money for other people, mm-hmm. but I also live in. Or I, I I um earn a living wage because. I don't go out there asking for five million billion to show up for two minutes. And a lot of these season nine girls, um, they're representing themselves or they're not really signed to any management group. Mm. So they're trying to feel the waters and they know that there are certain girls that have been paid those exorbitant amounts of money. But those are also girls that have proven themselves, proven their art and their draw. Mm hmm. So they know that if they get booked for, I don't know, Rio de Janeiro Pride, they know that they're going to make back $10,000 because they've already had this person over there once and they nearly made that. Mm-hmm. But that person was only getting booked for 4000 at that point. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, the problem is that until the season airs, you don't know who's going to be popular. Yeah. You know, a lot of what, a lot of the... Yeah, we all
3: thought people were going to love me. <laughs>
1: They also have to go off like YouTube videos and
5: stuff like well, that but, until but, they
1: actually see them on the show. But that's the thing. It's like you can think that, oh, I'm gonna love this person or oh I'm gonna hate this person mm-hmm. and then the show happens and you you see a different side and I know a lot of I know there's a lot of editing and editing can really gear a story towards whether or not the public should or should not quote unquote like them. Yeah. But, you know, when you've got somebody like um like a Bob who won who won their season, yes, they may be able to ask for more not just because they're a winner, but because they were you know Bob was extremely likable on the show. Bianca became like that fucking instant classic yeah. in her season, but somebody like a like a, a Kelly Mantle who can be the sweetest fucking person, a great performer, didn't do a lot on the show, mm-hmm. and you know she's not going to ask for. For seven, eight, nine thousand dollars for a booking. No, and because even she'd she would never get that booking,
4: she
3: may be one of the most talented queens to ever step foot on that set. She is, but she couldn't show that to the audience. When you're in one
1: episode, it is exactly, it, exactly. It's what, it, so, it's what it is.
3: Unless they're trying to book her for the opening of a bacon factory, <laughs> like there's nothing that she's going to offer them that's worth ten thousand dollars. They're not going to get the income exactly from the crowd. Yeah, you're not going to put back. Kelly
1: Mantle on a marquee and be like, "We have now we're, we're at capacity uh-huh. at the Parliament House in the courtyard that holds five to seven thousand people." Yeah. yeah, you know that's just not going to be
5: how Although it's going to be.
3: I filled that several times.
5: Well, there you go. Listen, <laughs> that's because you're an award nominated um, singer.
3: Yeah, now. Now.
5: Now. (laughs) Listen, it's retroactive. Top three, bottom four. (laughs) It's retroactive.
1: (laughs) They knew.
4: But I will
3: also say that you learn very quickly in this process. You certainly get knocked down and taken down time after time after time. And you learn a lot not only about the business but about life and how you conduct yourself. So I think that they'll learn like, we all have to. And I think there'll be better people because of it.
1: Well, and that's... It, it's it's a double-edged sword because the more that this becomes a mainstream thing, mm-hmm. and now with it going to H one like you said, they they all kind of like... With this being the first season that is squarely touted as a VH1 yeah. series, um, you, would, you would almost hope and expect that As the queens, as these seasons go on, the queens would kind of know this already because we've had nine nine seasons and two all star seasons to kind of have that and to learn from the 113 queens that are now part of the sisterhood. And that's something that we we talked to Sonique about, like that came up. And even I I had lunch with her yesterday, and we were talking about it. And it's a sisterhood, you know. How many drag queens are there across the world? Exactly, 113 of those queens have done this show now. Mm-hmm. So that is a small percentage. That is an instant sisterhood of like, you may not have ever it's an met exclusive the person. Sisterhood. Exactly. It's an exclusive. You don't need to meet the person. You are instantly their sister. You're, You're
3: bonded ha- because you've gone through the same bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. You
1: are one of the few that have done it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but So you would think that in a sense that they would almost kind of feel like, let me talk to the other girls. I mean let me get this information. Let me see where I should be mm-hmm. because they're not signed to it, you know, and I'm sure producer entertainment is not going to book or, or like grab onto the queens that they're going to book right now because a lot of times they tend to go with the top queens, whether it's top 3,
3: top 5, whatever. Like the the, the ones that do We're also tapped out. Oh, uh, well. All the girls got together and we were like girl pick one like pick one. <laughs> we don't need you to bring four or five more in this year because we're still trying to split all these bookings
1: but that's you know so so the these these um these agents and these managers that that do like gravitate to these girls aren't going to grab onto them yet because the season hasn't hasn't done anything so the girls are working for themselves you would think that it would be a matter of hey let me talk to somebody. Let me reach out to a ginger or to a juju or to a raven or to this person. Like, hey, you've been through this before. Like, what do you like? What is your advice? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I hope that as the and seasons some of continue, them have. and that's some of great. Them
3: have. But I will also say that season eight, they all reached out to almost all of us. Like, every single one of them reached out to at least a couple queens to go what was your experience, what was this like, what should I do, what should I ask for, what should I expect, what should I not say, and it was, it was very nice to be able to go, okay girl, well let me tell you, these are the mistakes that I've made, and these are how I've learned from them. But with season nine, I talked to Eureka, and I talked to Trinity, and that's because I knew them beforehand. I knew them from years of pageants. The rest of them, <laughs> Sorry. the rest of them I met then and there and n- from what I've gathered they haven't really reached out to anybody so they're trying to fight this battle on their own
1: which if it works for them good
3: yeah more power to you baby but, but we're I here think we're I think system. that's the
1: minority of like the, the positive success stories will be the minority of that Yeah. and I think that it, it may be one of those things where they have to turn around and they they'll do it this way and it'll be a wake-up um, call. It'll be a warning sign for the queens of season 10 or 11 or 12 to be well, like... I
0: snatched the crown. <laughs> season 12.
3: <laughs> but let me also say that, as I said before, this is all hearsay. So it's not like I'm a promoter. I haven't called to try to book these girls anywhere. They haven't told me $10,000. Oh, sure, I've sure. I've just heard through the grapevine from the sisterhood. Because we have a private... Facebook group that's all the drag race girls. Mm-hmm. And can you put word, me, can you put me on like a
1: blind CC
3: <laughs> girl, girl? I can't even be a part of it. He that. can't even see oh. it when I ever when I get the notices for that. He has to go out of the room. I
5: have to literally leave the room. Oh, and they sit there and kiki on this thing. And do, I can't but it's even. All
3: it's all business related. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not because like they're sitting there talking crap about no, everybody. No, they're no. not. It's, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's all about girl. Don't work here because. I got held up in the dressing room, but yeah. you know it's all stupid shit like that, but it's all important bits of information. And that's what, you know, even the season nine girls are there now they're in the room and we've all tried to reach out and go, all right, girl, I don't know which one of you it was, but this is getting around and it's not good for any of us. So if you got questions, ask us, we are more than it. We are a great resource to have. Oh my God.
1: Can I, speaking of that, and you just said something that, that, that sparked a whole other thing. The no, Valentina and Trinity in WeHo. Oh, with Justin, oh, yes. yeah, with, with, the, with, Jason with Jason King. King. Jason King. Yeah. I could remember the. I could remember the other guys. He's the like the a good friend of ours. Yeah, they they got jumped leaving yeah. one of the clubs. That's fucking crazy in, in WeHo. WeHo. Nonetheless, in, in WeHo. As soon as, in soon as I saw WeHo. West Hollywood, I was like, in Are like, you fucking in kidding like me? Gay Mecca. Like if there was if there was gay USA, it's, it's WeHo. WeHo. Yeah, and the fact that which
3: or, or Welton Manor or Wilton Which matter, I, yeah. I
1: still could see getting fucking jumped in Wilton Manor to be honest maybe because we've had more incidents have had, that have happened in recently than, in Wilton have, Yeah. but when you think of like the gayest place in the US you think Weho we yeah. like Weho New York Chicago Wilton Manor's eventually San Francisco me like, where are you
5: at
0: bitch coming <laughs> god damn it see now you're gonna give us a bad name we got
1: time we go to the nine
5: o'clock show my
0: unofficial show. drag mother who sometimes just puts a salsa of milk out there for me so i'm uh, not to to death
1: like her straight cat like her Catlin cat. jenner, Kat- Kat- jenner who was who was Eartha kitty it was Eartha kitty and then she became catelyn jenner because she then found out that she was a she's a boy now she was a girl i don't think they, they weren't sure what she was and then she found out that she was a different gender Catelyn Jenner, I love Catelyn her. Catelyn Jenner? That's good. Well, was er- well when they first when they first took the, like the stray it. in, they named her Eartha Kitty because they thought she was a girl. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. So she was Eartha Kitty, and then they went to I think I guess as she got a little older, they took her to the vet and they found out that she was a boy. So um Did they not look underneath the, well, the hood
4: to well, see what was going no, on?
1: For for certain animals, and cats are included, um, they don't have pronounced external genitalia. So when they're really young. Uh-huh. Um, you can't. So like, you need to give them like unisex names when their kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, well, because yeah. birds are the same way. Oh like, well, yeah, if you bird, get birds are very hard. Yeah, because
5: they're not just gonna be like, hey, look at me. Well, you they know, they ain't gonna do that. Puppies, look at my bird balls. <laughs> hey, I am. I look at my bird balls. Yo, sweet, sweet.
0: I am branding us in. This has been a delight. Yo, well, this no, tweet, is amazing. Tweet. All right, so before
1: well, before we go, before we go, I need to. I, I had kind of talked about this for a hot, hot second um when i mentioned australia so oral you remember when i when i brought up the the lego the lego idea that's yeah, being pitched yeah. we got contacted no we didn't by the gentleman who is the mastermind behind the lego cuz you, do you guys know that lego has an ideas page where you can submit your idea for a Lego set. Yeah. No. Okay, so, so CJ
5: knows done, Ginger. Because you know. I'm 26. <laughs> yes.
4: yes. So I'm, he still <laughs> plays for Lego. Right. I sure do. Listen, uh, my boyfriend's 40. And we got a Lego also. to Divine
5: right. Grace's place right now.
3: So, <laughs>
0: is that, yeah, Ginger. Uh, it's five minutes down the street. And some people <laughs> said, you know, oh, let's do like a Golden Girls house. And you have all oh, the Golden Oh, is this the Girls Drag Race one? Yes. yes.
3: <laughs> I've been tagged in this. Like 600 times. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. Because, well. I know Bro, that I, I was know,
0: there. I didn't contribute, but I was there, so I get to cut that pie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I get a piece. She finally got a piece, piece of the, the pie. pie, pie under me. Me.
1: <laughs> so I know that I don't, 40
3: acres, a mule, and a piece of pie,
1: <laughs> and a Lego brick to step on later. <laughs> I know RuPaul and, and Michelle Visage have, have tweeted and retweeted about it. Uh, World of Wonder has done it as well. Yeah. So um, Mark from Australia is the gentleman that came up with this Lego idea and submitted it. Uh-huh. And reached out to our podcast. What? Yeah. And um, has gave us information about it. We'll talk about it more. We've, we've obviously gone super, super long with this. Um, Have
2: we? <laughs>
1: not at all. You can get to it. I,
0: them don't them I still got to go grocery shopping. Publish until 10 o'clock.
1: Peaks-y. She's just going to Snapchat. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Walmart's 24-7. <and> Dr. Right. <laughs> right. So um, he reached out to us. And we're going to talk about it more in, in future Drags the New Spandex episodes and, and, and in, in our regular episodes, our, our cast recordings. Um, there are 5,000 uh, likes or wow. votes That's for awesome. it. You need to get to 10,000 for it to be actually considered. But once you get to that 5,000 mark, they give you an additional six months oh. to um, to get those extra 5,000 likes or votes for, for the set. So I I was at work at the Parliament House doing bariocchi on Thursday night. And it came up, it was like, RuPaul's Brick Race has followed you. And I was like, fuck yeah, follow back. And he messaged, me, he was like, hey, I love your show, and I want to send you information. And I was like, um... And Brian beat me to the punch, because we all get our, the notifications. And he's like, send it to this email. And I'm like, oh my god, I love we you! We don't all
3: get the notifications. <laughs> well, you'll be, you'll nope. be added on to it, Ginger, alright? Love right? you, CC'd.
1: <laughs> so, he has, he has sent us some information, but I wanted to bring it up again, especially because... Um, like, I, I think it's such an awesome idea. And with you having two tours of duty and now having a crown, yeah. which I tweeted out a picture of the, the, the fact that we you finally got crowns.
4: Girl, you have, your oh, lips are a little you have, white. You have a little white stuff on your mouth. Like, Ginger. all over. You're welcome.
3: <laughs> um, but if trying you, to remain relatable. <laughs> if you go to
1: ideas.lego.com and search for RuPaul or put like RuPaul in the search, uh, you'll find the RuPaul's brick race. And
3: ideas.lego.com Ding. Ding.
1: and i i i'm so happy that he reached out to us and i'm so excited awesome. that we're getting a lot more of our listener uh feedback and comments and i'm I'm super happy about thank you that. listeners so, mark in australia the land down under Please don't get killed. D. Don't D. get D. killed D. because apparently Boy, in Dingo. Australia everything can kill you. Yeah.
5: I eat. I was my there for three weeks It coast. was fine. So before before we end, I got to ask a question. What is your one um, word of advice to the season nine girls? Don't Going- be cunts. No, no.
0: What oh. is your <laughs> one word of advice? To the season twelve winner
1: of Black Race. She's already given you enough advice,
3: all right, bitch. Eat
4: more. Well,
3: it will have moved to a strictly YouTube series, by <laughs> the way. But no it will be Facebook Living every Thursday night. If I could give any advice to the season nine girls, I already gave it to them. Like it the the race has Don't not started yet. Don't be an asshole. Like it doesn't work in anybody's favor. If you get a bad reputation for yourself, you're making a bad name for all of us. And we've got your back if you got ours, girl. Like, we're here to support you and lift you up and help you do this. Just reach out for advice instead of lashing out and making bad decisions.
1: Well, that's fantastic. Cause it's solid. There's very, few, there's very few rue girls that I've ever seen shit talk each other. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like I, you know, there are a couple of queens in- now. Trixie
3: Mattel decided oh, 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 to oh, shit oh. talk me on her "Hey Queen" interview with Katya the
5: other day. Ginger just put on her sunglasses. The library? No, is-
3: no. Ah. The librarian open I, I am not reciprocating. I am not going to do that because I'm a fucking lady. <laughs> You're fucking a lady. A time. good <gasps> Christian woman. You're a lady.
1: Oh, she ain't fucking. Man. Well, alright. She does get. we nice already kissed though. <laughs> <laughs> but <Solid egg>. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put a Double picture of your. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a picture of your cleavage up on the uh, on the Facebook. <laughs> you can, can floss your rug teeth burn. on a
3: titty. <laughs> <Sure> can. Uh, <laughs> you can titty fuck her, but you get rug burn. <laughs> oh. Um. No, she just decided like. Uh, it kind of blindsided me, to be completely honest, because we've never had a bad relationship. Um, but I also know that she she will do anything for a laugh. She will throw anything out there if she thinks it's a good punchline. So I'm going to take it as that. And then I'm going to corner that bitch when we're on this haters roast tour together. And destroy her. Destroy her. Destroy Finish her. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll talk about it out. It'll be fine. Like, it's totally fine, but... And I, I've heard it I've, was interesting.
1: I've heard that about Trixie that she can go; she'll either go too far, really blue, or she'll take it to a very d- weird place. place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say this: the, the part of the reason why I love you and I love Trixie is that um, I have probably about half a dozen Rue girls' phone numbers in my phone, uh-huh. and having to work with like, like I have
0: Coco. I got yours because of a group chat. Yay!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got yours
5: from the bathroom wall.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, At Parliament.
5: It, was,
3: it was in my handwriting. You. I wrote exactly. it on there. there. Calligraphy, <laughs> spiro- <laughs> Spirograph.
1: <laughs> we held it up there with the little uh-huh. wheel. There's
5: a stone tablet on the
3: floor <laughs> in the bathroom stall. Etch a sketch. Etch a sketchy. <laughs> right next to,
1: right next to that thing with the the little the the pins in it, where you put your like you you do the <laughs> yeah. face imprint.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I put it right there so you say so you knew oh. it was me. Um... <laughs>
3: You're an idiot. Do I look like the Terminator? No, (laughs) no you don't. You look like a dumbass that put your face in a bed of nails.
1: But I love the fact that you and Trixie are the two that I can text Uh and I will get a fucking response back like right away. Like, I... I was just randomly like I was out at dinner with with Eric, who has now just shown up as in the back of the we the, were talking room. about you we earlier. We were talking about Eric yeah. earlier. He's distracting
5: um, the dogs so they don't bark anymore.
1: And uh, and Brian and a couple of other people after um, the Sunday night of Bear Bust. And now I, I was like fucking just exhausted from four days of just nonstop craziness. <laughs> and we were talking, we were talking, and somehow like Trixie came up, and I was and I was like. I'm just going. I'm gonna. I'm going to say hi to that bitch. I text her, and like two minutes later, like I get a response back. And it's the same thing with you. When I'm like, "Hey, what's up? You're in town. Let's do something." And it's like, and I get it right yeah. right away. And I, you guys, regardless of any anything shady on Hey Queen.
3: No, uh, I love her to death. I really do love her. And people didn't get to see that on season seven the bitter old lady brigade included more than katya kennedy and myself it was mrs kasha davis it was tempest it was uh it was Trixie. it was everybody at some point was included in that group and it wasn't ever meant as truly bitter in and in, in any of that like we were loving and we got along and we supported each other so well and whenever we started getting the hate for it i mean the They focused it so much on Kennedy and myself with Katya as like the one on the sideline. When we started getting hate for it, they all stood up for us and they all said, no, we were there. That's not how this was meant. This is taken out of context or you just don't understand the sense of humor. So you don't get it. They're, they're, They're a rabid fan base. They cling on to every single thing that's said, dissect it. So something that was nothing is now the biggest thing in the world. So even though I can watch the Hey Queen interview and go, oh, girl, that's just Trixie being Trixie. She's just being funny. She's just trying to get a laugh. I also can skim through Reddit and skim through the comments on the YouTube video and see people going, see, I knew Ginger was a fucking bitch and I Uh knew she did that. And this is or on the opposite. Trixie's a fucking cunt. How dare her say that about Ginger? Like they don't understand the circumstances that lead up to what they've seen. Mm -hmm. Whether it's on the show or on on Hey Queen or any YouTube. Or they
1: they don't want to. There's a cognitive dissonance about the fact that y'all know each other. Yeah. Like when you're doing an interview you're not like things get said for humor or Uh for satire or for any of these things that they just kind of they take it face value and 100% is this is the gospel truth. There is no Mm -hmm. other meaning behind this other than what is said is the actual truth. Yeah. Like when Bianca does like her not today Satan show we went and saw that and she she'll say shit and it's like ooh and it's like Bitch, she's fucking being. She's being cunty because exactly. that's part of her. That's, that's her, her. She's dick. being Bianca. Yeah, yeah that's what she does. Bianca. And, anytime I hear Alaska now, I th- I think snake emoji, snake emoji, snake emoji. Yeah, because like they, like in it, it burns into my head because it's it's humor, it's comedy, it's what it's supposed to be. Absolutely. So when you see these things and like we saw your show and we loved it, so uh, Trixie's first ever one woman show, uh-huh. I fucking fell in love with her even more. Mm-hmm. Like you do great music. I had never, like, because you didn't get to see much of that. It was like, well, what, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, the, the, she went home on that, the, that music video challenge, and she didn't really get to, like, shine. She fucking did a song on her acoustic guitar yeah. in her show that I was, like, literally was walking out and was like, I wish this was on iTunes because I would buy it right now. Absolutely. Like, it was amazing. So
3: Well, even me on season seven, they never really showed the fact that I was musical mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. zag yeah, yeah. want you're not going to download that on iTunes, girl. Like that's not going to be your jam when you're getting ready for the club, or you just broke up with your boyfriend, so you need something to get you through. Let me listen to eggs, 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 and think about how mine are drying up. <laughs> but wait, isn't that on the is not that on the show soundtrack? That they just released. Yeah, but that's not on mine. I don't get paid for it, so don't worry about downloading it. Um, sweet tea available on iTunes. But yeah, like, but with sweet tea, when I when I released my album. There are people every single day. It's been out there for six months now, something like that. Every single day, I get message after message on every social media platform. Oh, my God, I just listened to Sweet Tea for the first time. I never knew you could sing. I never knew that you could do this or you could do that or you were well-versed in that or you understood what this meant. I'm like, well, yeah, because you only get to see what they want you to see. You only see a very, very small fragment of the things that we do and the people that we are Mm -hmm. so that's why I encourage everybody, every single person in the world, if you are a fan of drag if you are a fan of drag race, whatever even if you think you hate whatever queen is coming through town or you don't know, if if Kelly Mantle's coming through town and all you can think of is bacon bacon bacon, then go and see her because I guarantee you you're going to learn something about that queen that's going to make you fall in love with them. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a hundred and something of us at this point. One-thirteen. One-thirteen. One-thirteen at this point. And every single one was cast for a very specific reason. Every single one of us has something to offer that you can't get anywhere else.
5: Even Magnolia (laughs) Crawford. Absolutely. Even Porkchop, first one eliminated, has something to offer. Yeah, every single... person. She's a good punchline.
3: (laughs) But every single person is totally different. And I think that... (laughs) If you go and see them in the context of their own performance, in their own circumstances, then you can, you can still hate them when you leave, but you'll understand them better. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like
1: Mimi M. First when she came through. Um, she was here probably almost two years ago now. Mm-hmm. But it was like she didn't really ever get a great like edit, no. edit or yeah. she was never really cast in a favorable light. But, but she did so a really talented. cool show. Yeah, yeah. And she was a sweetheart and she looks like Brian's ex. Out of drag, it looks just like his ex. Frank, you confer.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) we have reached the end of (laughs) our.
3: This is the end. Oh, Hello from from the Suck My Ass!
0: (laughs) Stay
1: tuned for. Family Feud featuring the Minges <laughs> versus Standby Stand the, by uh, for a Shade in the Round featuring the Russell and the Minges. Russells and the Minges. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we're going to do Shade in the Round at, at the Fringe Festival. Geez. Oh, that would be great. Like yeah. a live podcast. In the oh my terrarium. Weird. In the <laughs> terrarium. We're doing it. The Russell versus the Eads. I love oh, it. the, the, minges. the with, minges. The minges. The rusty minges. All right. Sign us off, Oral, before we start another three-hour conversation. <laughs> with
0: that, I'd like to tell you when we'd be back next, but we both know that that would be a lie. So until then, <laughs> the later, everybody. The devil is a
1: lie. <laughs> Bye.
5: The cake's Bye. a lie. Oh, good portal reference. <laughs> Roxy
3: Andrews. Come on. And I'm here to make it clear
4: <laughs>
5: that this show is over. I'm, I'm going
4: to show you what I can do. Oh.
2: Bye. Thanks for listening to Flame On, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. Flame On was created by Brian Pitter and is engineered by Pat O'Rourke. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com nerdyshow To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programs, visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com and be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Flame On on all your favorite social networks. Follow us at Flame On Podcast on Twitter and Flame On Show on Facebook, Tumblr, and all your favorite gay hookup hats. If it's gay and geeky, we've got you covered.